The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. It's, uh, it's only me. It's only the Kimber, the Kimber Show podcast. Harp, help, and a harp with Pete Davis, sidekick producer and sports raconteur extraordinaire. And, of course, a mechanical mangler at the controls, Flounder at El Condo Flounder. Podcast number 470, boys. Yep. Uh, the last day of August already. Uh, Labor Day weekend's coming. <laughs> Holy smokes. In fact, we will, uh, we'll be, we'll be gonna, we're going to have a day off. We will do a show Monday on Labor Day. We will do a Monday show. Um, and, uh, and so, and I hope you have a great weekend and everything else as we uh, go along. Anyway, um, man, we got a lot, uh, a lot to talk about today. Newsy stuff, uh, happy stuff. Anything new since uh, last we spoke? I had a bizarre thing happen yesterday. Oh, yeah, and? Okay, I went to my you know, bi-yearly uh, Echo down at Piedmont Hospital. By the oh. way, it's a really cute girl who did it yesterday, oh. too, by the way. Echo, like, I mean, a heart echo thing? Yeah, a heart, heart yeah, yeah, I, I get those every year. Yeah. You're in the dim-lit room. They lay oh, you down, a, a, a warm hot. blanket, and then little they sweet. put the little grease on. Yeah, you grease know? me so, up, baby. I tell you what, that's, I always fall asleep every time. Yeah. It, it was very well done. Yeah. So I'm driving home, and I always give myself a treat when I go to the hospital. Well, yeah, as you should. I'm going to go on Roswell Road. I go by the same Chick-fil-A every time, yeah. right up there by High Point Road. Yeah. So you pull in. It's a really small little residential road that you pull into before you pull into the Chick-fil-A. Yeah, I know that area, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So you pull in there. There's a guy standing on the left side of the road. It's a very tiny road, two lanes, uh, under a tree. He's wearing a T-shirt, shorts, like we wore in the 80s, like Larry Bird short shorts. Oh, boy. And it looks like a nice haircut. And he's holding up a little sign, not bigger than a license plate, not even that big. So you can't kind of read hard it. to read from you the, can't read which is the gimmick obviously to get you to go closer I'm guessing in this well, story I'm slow, uh, but I'm, I'm coming in there and he's doing and he's pointing across the road to a dog who's crouched down by the dog looks like a shepherd type dog and so I'm thinking oh God he's pointing that the dog's gonna run out yeah. so I slow down yeah. right dog starts barking at me he's trained it to bark every time he points he barks to get the attention so obviously he's getting money. I whip in the oh. Chick-fil-A and I go up to the lady there and I go, what is that guy doing? She goes, I think he's just getting money. And literally every car that went by, as soon as he pointed, the dog barked. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm thinking, okay, this guy's endangering the dog, blah, blah, blah. But if you call the cops on him, if they come and there's an incident well, and they arrest it. him, yeah, it, but if something happened, gonna, yeah. the dog gets impounded yeah. and he probably never gets out. And I'm thinking, is the dog probably better off, even though this guy's an asshole? Yeah. The dog's probably better off with him. By the way, there's another guy in the bushes behind him sitting there waiting because there's this. Obviously, they were working together. Uh, Two Two bums. They take take turns. Oh, my God. So here's where it gets weird. So I get my food. Oh, that's not the weird part? No, that's not the weird part. (laughs) I get my food. It takes about five minutes because Chick fil A is always crowded at noon. And I come back around, and just before I pulled out in the road, he he got his money for the day, so he took down his shingle. And he walks across to the dog. And as I'm driving by, I'm going slow in case the dog runs out. The guy turns around, looks right at me, and does this. 
salutes you at attention. Ramrod. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I got a fork. Oh, my. How weird is that? God. What was that all about? I, and by the way, I'll bet one, he was on, a way, on his way to his car with his dog. <laughs> uh, and he probably had $800 in cash and in dollar bills and 10s and 20s in his pocket, too. Yeah, because you're over by... You said you were off Roswell Road, right? We're by the Popeyes down there. Yeah, so you're not in a bad area. No, that's not oh, a bad no, area. No, no. So no. people have money, and people yeah. are driving, and they have money. Plus, it's, it's a nice neighborhood that he's standing in. You can't in front go of. fast. You're kind of trapped in right. the area and stuff. But it reminds me, remember the a famous lady? They finally caught her. Uh, she was old, or looked old, very old, and she had a sign that said, uh, Grandma. Uh, just out of the hospital, uh, on the uh, wanted to go home to see my kids or something like that, and she was uh, went was signed at, at I seventy five and all the uh, up and down Northside Drive. Yeah. I mean, one after another, <laughs> we'd see her, and they find and they finally uh, pulled her in and took her to the station. But I mean, she was the sweetest. She had a little smile on her face, and she just like, oh my God, everybody's grandmother. I mean, she was so sweet looking, a little special little sign. It looked so helpful. She she had like a thousand dollars in cash in her purse. I mean, I mean, she did. This for a living. She made she, she made like seven hundred dollars a week, you know, three days a week, by, by making money tax free, of course. I mean, it was it was a whole scam thing. But that's what you know. I you, I've had people do it at a, at a gas station. Uh, hey, the pull in next or you know are there waiting for me to pull in? Hey, uh, my wife and I ran out of money. Well, you know, can you lend us like six dollars for gas? Or all something? right. So when I used to live in West Midtown, there was a QT right by my place, and I'd go there all the time. Yeah. I had this one guy come up to me, straight homeless dude, walks up. He's like, "Hey, man, you got any money?" I was like, "I no, I don't." He's like, "Well, there's an ATM inside." <laughs> I can tell you how to get. Your <laughs> I mean, money. I was like, "Look at me, sure, come on inside with me." Oh man, <laughs> the balls I, I, on some. What I are know. we doing? We're working. We can be out in the street right now Lordy. making big bucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, How low would exciting. you have to get to do that? I, I at what point in your life where you say so? Well, that's literally one of the it. reasons why I left Atlanta or mid or got out of there is because yeah. anywhere I went, anywhere yeah, whether it was too much. whether it was the Target, the QT, anywhere I went, there was a haggler. Yeah, it's waiting just for you. Haggler, like someone haggling for change. And it must be worth it. They're obviously. I don't think money. that word means what you think it means. A haggler is somebody who argues with you. Argues with you about the price, about the price <laughs> but that's all right. Hassle, man. hustler, yeah, hassle. hustler, hustler. <laughs> uh, oh, by the way, speaking of that, another uh, sweet note from our, our, our big fan Denise. I mean, my God. In fact, uh, Denise, for the record, in fact, she even did something for my daughter Jennifer. I mean, this wow. woman is just. I, I mean, uh, uh, you're going to heaven when you die. I know that for a fact. Uh, but she and I've, I've sent her out three thank you notes in the last ten days, and and I got this in the mail, so another one's coming on the. Way. In fact, I have to order more thank you notes. I have to go buy some more. <laughs> anyway, thank you, sweet lady. Also, uh, just a quick, and I won't spend a lot of time on this, but uh, remember the guy uh, named Mike who sent us a letter and he said, uh, he said, I love your show. I've been listening here, da, 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 da. And he said, I was a little, uh, I'm a Christian. I was a little taken aback by the, some of the hard language on the podcast. But he said, I know people don't give a crap about something. So you said you weren't remember, and we kind of chastised me, use the word crap. Uh, well, he wrote, he, he, I, I sent him a thank you note uh. for his thing. And he said, Kimmer, Pete, 
Flounder, wow, I was taken completely by surprise when your thank you note came in the mail. I just, I almost threw it out thinking it was another sales con artist. I wanted to buy something. Heard you reading my letter I sent you and I was floored. I listened to the episode when you guys posted a while back and don't know how I missed that part. Anyway, I'm so honored and you're so kind. I'm so honored. I've uh, been listening since Rush Limbaugh days in 98. Uh, worked for Delta. His buddies, would, he'd be laughing and Wayne, no offense, you know, he, and, and then we used to work there and he's back down again. And it was a very long, really nice letter. Uh, and he said, uh, I hope uh, you know what I meant by regarding my card language comment. Uh, <clears throat> I'm, uh, I would certainly never want to tell you how to say, uh, do, say anything. <laughs> and then he says, but it's funny that you threw down on me for using the word crap. I had a good laugh at that one. Anyway, Mike, uh, thank you. Uh, P.S. Please don't even use my first name on the... Oh, sorry. <laughs> let, let me see that. <laughs> okay, folks. <laughs> this is one side. This, yeah. this, it, is Mike's hobby writing things well, on a grain of rice? In fact, I, I, yeah, hand, yeah, it's a there's TV. a hole back here that you know he could have written a little bigger. Well, no, he, that, are, there I, any again, are there any I'm lines on the paper? I'm proud of myself for reading it without my glasses. There's no lot. Now it's printed. He didn't write it. It's printed, which is cool. Well, but and, and let me do, go to the last line. See what the last line says. P.S. Don't use my first name. <laughs> no, that was me. Right, right before that. <laughs> God bless. No, no, before that. Well, well, Christ. Well, that's not the last line, well, then, now, is I, well, it? Well, we're near the last <laughs> line. I tried my best yeah. not to go on and on here, but it looks like I failed. I'll stop here now and again say a deep, heartfelt thanks. I plan to continue to send donations as long as you guys stay at it. Thanks for all the memories. Anyway, he, what he's saying Thanks is, I tried my best to be short about it, and then he kept talking. <laughs> he went right down to the bottom. So anyway, That's just amazing. thank you, Mike. But again, you know, thank you so much. Again, if uh, well, was if you like to go begging for gas at a gas station, we're begging for gas here on the podcast, thekimmershow.net. You can get a hold of us. Uh, we, uh, if you want to uh, get us an address to send us money, you can do PayPal. Uh, you can do uh, Patreon.com/slash/kimmershow. Anyway, thank you, thank you, thank you all so much. Uh, it really, I mean, we want to keep doing this and, and until the radio business gets smart and puts us on full time somewhere. It looks like this is it. Uh, a couple things. I, I, I put a, a, something on the podcast, a picture in one. Uh, I think this is from The New Yorker that we get the subscription. And I, I, can't, I thought this was a very clever ad. And I want to give uh, kudos to what I, I like clever things in literature or uh, advertising and marketing and so forth. And I thought this was very clever. I put the, a picture of it on the Facebook podcast. Facebook page. It's a one-page ad, and it's mostly a picture of a beautiful ring. Uh, you can, I guess they can probably see that, right? On the, uh, one way or the other? Turn the, that turn way? Right there. I, 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 there you you can probably see that's a ring, right? Yep. And uh, it's a, mostly a, a picture of the ring, and it says, I am not a ring underneath it. And then underneath that, it's, and of course, and I said, well, Yes, you are. So I started. I obviously I read it, and it says, "I am not a ring. I slept on sun-kissed sands in Mallorca, Mallorca. I partied with beatniks in the West Village. I spent the night in a Parisian jail. I sipped Bordeaux as I trekked across Bhutan. My next adventure awaits." Ross and Simmons Rare Luxuries Collection. <laughs> in other words, people who you you sold their jewelry, and uh, and I but I thought, what a very clever ad. But a very, very clever ad, and so I wanted to give a kudos. Much I want, I want to give kudos to our friends at MNS Title Pawn. I mean, uh, what a great idea. Uh, in fact, I've, uh, I've done this before, and it's, uh, it's really kind of fun for that matter. You can go on the web or you can go in person and tell you how to do it. The name of the company, again, is MNS 
Tidal Pond. Those are the two letters for the name. It's not M&S, it's M&S, Tidal Pond. They are in beautiful Bremen, Georgia, in Laurel Street, 306 Laurel Street, Suite A. They're open Monday through Saturday in-person visits. They'd love to talk to you, see what you have or what you need, and they'll take care of business. Uh, here's their phone number if you want to give them a call and uh, see how they can help you before you get there. Uh, area code 678 821-3337. That's M and S Title Pawn. Now, if you want to look them up on the web, you spell out what I'm saying by M and S Title Com. So you would spell it out on the web as manstitle.com. M-A-N-D-S Title.com. Okay, dokie. M and S Title Pawn in uh, beautiful Bremen. Yeah, thank you so much. Um Let's see. God, so much to talk about here, and I hope this is not too terribly boring. Had a great time yesterday with Flounder, uh, hitting balls. Uh, Flounder is a – you're a beginning golfer. Was that fair, is that fair to say? Yes, yes. Okay, you're fairly new to the sport. I've only – I mean, I've had clubs forever, but I've never played seriously, like Have once ever, a year or yeah, twice okay, a so year. Yeah, okay, so you're clearly bringing it Now, obviously, you're athletic, and you're – I mean, you're in shape. You work out, and you're very athletic. So and and again, I am, you know, I used to be able to play. I haven't played in years, but I used to be able to play. My brother's a pro, and so I mean, I I grew up with kind of knowledge about golf, even though I can't really do it as well anymore, obviously. But it was fun. Every ball he hit yesterday went straight and just about. 180 to 200 yards. Well, anyway, I yeah. mean, yeah. Perfect but, hit every time. Well, no, that hardly. <laughs> but anyway, um, but it was really, it was fun doing that because I could see, I remember the days when I'm trying to figure out, you know, the grip is so hard to get used to the grip and the stamina. I mean, and all that's those what we things. worked on the majority of yesterday was the grip because I, when I pick up a golf club, I pretty much want to hold it more like a baseball like bat. Like a baseball bat. That's just natural. And you don't hold a golf club anything like a baseball. Yeah. Yeah, and in fact, and uh, uh, I think I remember. Rip it, saying, rip it. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, uh, that, that's for John Daly. That's for some of the older boys and girls. <laughs> but anyway, that was a, that was a lot of fun, and it made me. I'm getting I'm getting the freaking bug for golf again, uh, but I'm such a head case that I know I can't do my swing. You three know what times you need to watch? What's that? Jawan Howard's. Did you see that video? No. The, he's up there left-handed trying to swing, and finally Jack he, he can't hit it. Did you see it? Juan Howard, he's he's left-handed, and he keeps hitting the ground. And he's doing it real stiff like this. Yeah, like Finally, Jack Nicklaus walks up and takes the club from him and tries (laughs) to show him how how to do it. And he manages to hit the ball about six feet. And everybody's like, okay, I'll never play golf again after watching that. <laughs> That's the worst thing. It made Charles Barkley yeah, look Barkley like a PGA Tour was... guy. Oh, he's kind of fixed his swing a little bit. Well, yeah, he's Barkley the, used to be. I mean, it was awful. It was well, just like Howard's. Is beyond even Barkley's worst. <laughs> it's amazing, but that's why. Uh, in, in fact, remember who was the closer uh, uh, for the Braves? God, uh, back in the what, late nineties, closest to the pin, center field from home no, plate. No, who, who was that? Uh, that would be big, me. Uh, a big, tall, uh, uh, dark-haired guy, uh, right-hander. Smoltz? Uh, no, no, no. Wallers? Uh, yeah, Mark. Wal- uh, Mark Wallers. I think it was Mark Wallers, and I uh, was playing golf for the first time, a full, actual, full golf cart uh, course at River Pines, and the pro. Uh, uh, at River Pines at the time, uh, hitched me up with him and somebody else from the Braves, as I recall. 
And I was with him, and he was asking me advice about the golf swing. And, and, and the point was, it's just like pitching. When, you, when you're taking the club back, it's like loading up on your right foot when you turn your back to the batter, and then you unleash it by going to, to your left side. It says pretty much, and I, I kind of showed him that thing. He got his first birdie with me at, at River Pines. Have you ever been on the golf course? And I thought, how cool is that uh, to remember you know, your, your first birdie and stuff like that? And I happen to be there with a, with a Braves uh, star pitcher. Anyway, that's pretty cool. So, Flounder, that was great fun. We got, we'll keep doing it. Yep. Uh, and by the way, we got so lucky. Right after that, the storm hit, man, came through. In fact, I... Not I, even like half an hour? Oh, my God. Um, I, was, I was getting ready to go to the stable, and all of a sudden, hear this crushing noise, and I look out on my deck, my entire flagpole uh, apparatus was ripped right off the deck wood, <laughs> right off the railing. In the, it was laying in the driveway. And... Uh, and I don't even know for how long because I didn't, I hadn't, I was upstairs on my computer doing some whatever. So, uh, and I thought, man, I thought, oh my God, I didn't even want to take a picture of it. I was going to show how bad, but I, I don't even want a picture of my flag on the ground, on the driveway. But anyway, that's how bad that storm was. Ripped the whole damn thing off of there. <coughs> so I had, so, that, so here's, here's how I spent my afternoon. I was going to go to the stable. I, I go to the stable on Tuesdays. Uh, I, I sometimes, I've been skipping Monday and Wednesday, but anyway, go to the stable. I take the car out on Tuesdays. I take the car go. out on Tuesdays. <laughs> well, I have to have a schedule. Um, <laughs> well, you can only afford so much. You can buy a gallon, 10 miles a gallon on gas. Um, uh, and so I, had, so I had to re-drill and repost the flagpole thing. And then they, uh, I live near the amp, damn amphitheater concert place. Um, One Direction uh, a concert was last night. And so the traffic... And between the rain and the traffic and there were wrecks and the one direction, I never made it to the stable. And guess where the concert is tonight? Rod Stewart. So I've got... <laughs> You're going to be there, obviously. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, but I'm going to try to get out of my townhouse place because, I mean, it's just a nightmare. I just, I freaking, I freaking hated it. Are you, traffic. Sure, are you sure it was one direction? Aren't they done? Was it a... I thought they were over. Yeah, because uh, Harry well, Styles... Is oh, no, I, wait a minute. Insane. What the hell was I thinking of? Uh, one Republic. Ah, One Republic. Uh, one Republic. Republic. Okay, yeah. One Republic. More of a kitty type thing. But again, it's it's a freaking mob scene. What's the curfew there? You know, I don't well, know. It's if a there time is that uh, limit I, that's set up for children that you don't. <laughs> what is a curfew? Right <laughs> Never mind that. Now, <laughs> that's not important right now. <laughs> Let's say. He got you again. <laughs> hey, honey, what's the code? Well, it's a series of numbers. <laughs> if she laughs, you're in. I'll have sex with you. <laughs> uh, what were you saying there, uh, Father? <laughs> I completely forgot. You screwed up my train of thought. Uh, the curfew. Curfew. Um, I don't know if they have one for concert nights. I know, My guess is that's probably true. I mean, because that I amphitheater is in a neighborhood, and it just like uh, Chastain has like a 1030, yeah. 1045 curfew. I, I think they were had a problem. I, I think Chastain had a, a much more serious noise issue than this one does. I think they're made better. Uh, and I don't know whether they have a board. You know, I've never actually, I've lived there nine years. I've never driven into the amphitheater to see to drive into the it's a really nice i mean it's like. it's like any normal outdoor amphitheater but it's really nice because it's surrounded by trees and stuff so there's some but privacy I, I live like, 500 yards for, and i've never seen it <laughs> i've never even driven in to say oh that's what it is well, it's nothing like tonight but yeah oh yeah oh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna avoid the place saying like, tonight but, I, but now i'm already for love. but i'm already ticked off because i know my afternoon is going to be a nightmare trying to get video of, of the horses to put a post around the world and it's going to ruin my whole freaking night and i don't know when i'm going to have dinner and everything I was just, answer me this batman yeah who was there first the amphitheater or you me baby oh sorry <clears throat> well okay then. i don't think that's an issue it's like the guy moves by the airport 
Yeah, well. <laughs> screw up. I know. Did you see Ashford Dunwoody? The, the truck oh, blew yeah. up or oh something underneath the bridge. Shut down. Boom. Oh. Yeah, well, they opened it up today. But yeah. in Memphis, did you see the truck carrying Alfredo sauce? I saw that yeah. this morning. Spilled the it tomatoes. all <laughs> white all up and down the road. And in California, the tomato, tomato truck. Tomato truck. And there's, yeah. so there's marinara sauce of. all over. And I'm thinking, if that had just happened, those two trucks yeah. hit each other on Spaghetti Junction. Oh, now there you are. We could have had the world's biggest Olive Garden. <laughs> we could have. <laughs> yeah, you don't mix those two, you do know, you? With that, you get breadsticks. That'd be breadsticks to sop it all up. How do you clean up Alfredo oh, sauce? Oh, God, it's hoses. I get the fire trucks out there. Oh, brother. Um, anyway, speaking of a video for the horses, um, I got a very nice note here uh, from Lee, L-E-I-G-H. I think it's a, a female Lee. Uh, and her last name was Bailey. You spelled it a different way. Lee Bailey. And it says, uh, love your videos. So horse videos on yeah. Facebook page. Uh, love your videos. Watching from N-I. And then I heard another clink a few minutes later, and, and, and she wrote back, that's Northern Ireland. No, <laughs> and I thought, Northern Iowa. <laughs> I thought, I, thought how, I mean, how cool. Is, I still I get such a kick out of uh, People are watching right now from around the world. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it, not it, us. It, well, not, me, not us, no. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. And these silly horse videos, uh, I mean, and it's mostly women. And they're, you know, saying, gee, I made my day happier to hear you being such a goofball with these silly horses. Anyway, uh, I, it's... Uh, oh, speaking of golf, yeah. Alan says his invite Alan, to come... Uh, Alan, Alan, Alan. <laughs> uh, says uh, his invite for us to come play Brookfield with him is... Uh, and he says, uh, tell you your chopper parking spot is still there uh <laughs> when i back when i had my i had my super trike and my chop i still have my chopper but it needs an it's broken i can't ride it i haven't ridden it in four years it's basically a hood ornament or an ashtray um it's in the garage <laughs> all by itself uh but i yeah i used to go i used to drive that with my golf clubs on my shoulder on yeah. <laughs> my early custom <laughs> chopper driving up to the country club well anyway, we'll, we'll take them up on it one of these days uh, oh and by the way also now flounder you understand i am not a golf pro or a teacher by a million years but for what i'm trying to learn the basics yeah. right now you can easily help i with can that. help you at, at the moment but obviously i'm not you know the guy to rely. Well, on. maybe but, next week see if uh, Danny well, wants to meet us on wants Tuesday or Thursday or play if you if you yeah. want. To. Of course, it would, it would have to be uh, again. If I play, I'm not going to be playing from the tips, you know, uh, until I get my golf sense back. So anyway, we'll we'll figure something out. So uh, we'll get Danny involved here. Hopefully, it'll be fun. Uh, let's see a couple things. Um, oh, speaking of sport, a quick sports thing. I thought this was. I put something on this on fa- on the uh, podcast Facebook page. Also, uh, I was reading the sports section on Tuesday. And again, if you want to look at the Facebook page, you'll see this video. And it was an interview and a story about Dansby Swanson. And it was about whether his stature extends beyond the field because now they're thinking about having to trade him because he's going to be expensive. I don't think they're going to trade trade him. I can't imagine they would want to. But again, that's the story is whether they should. uh, They're assessing his value. They can't trade him. Well, no, the, the trade deadline's passed. They wouldn't get him through waivers. Well, and he's as a free, free agent at the end of this year, right? As free agency looms, Braves must yeah. assess shortstop's value. Well, yeah, but they can't trade him. Well, because once rid the of season's him. over, they can't. Okay, they can't, but but again, whether they just, or not they're going to keep him around in right, a long-term contract, sign him again. yeah, yeah, sign him. So so that's the issue is, is how much he is worth to the team. And they talked about his leadership, and he's uh, he's not a, a rah-rah screamer type guy, but he is. And, and here's what I thought was interesting: 
Uh, it said uh, he's a kind. He kind of runs a ship for us. Said reliever Tyler Matzik. I think he's the same guy every day. You know what you're going to get from him. As for his definition of leadership, Swanson pointed to servant leadership. Come to serve and not to be served. That's how he conducts himself daily. Holy smackaroonies. Well, here's the thing. Non ministrari said ministrare. Do you know what that means in Latin? Not to be served, but to serve. You know where I know that? From my prep school days at the Lennox School Preparatory Academy for Boys. And that was our school model. And I showed the picture of my beer mug from graduation in 1964, which I had in storage and just found, with the same motto as Dansby Swanson. And in 1964, that was our prep school oh motto. Known ministrari, said ministrara, not to be served, but to serve. And Dansby Swanson, obviously... Uh, is the same kind of American Wilder. that we uh, appreciate here in Georgia for all time. Thank did you. you see? How, <laughs> did you see how fast he turned that Dan Swanson story? How about him? Yeah. But now wait a minute. But how cool is that? I mean, uh, well, of all the well, things I read, people talk Latin all the time. They put Latin phrases out there. That six, is a pretty tr- random. When's the last time extremely. you heard somebody talk I mean, a Latin I'm, phrase? You lion sack. Semper tyrannis. Oh my! <laughs> always a always a tyrant. Yeah, the, the Pete Davis. Always Always so a tyrant. Such goes to tyrants or you, something you like that. You heard people talking. You just have to I mean, come you on. You have to bad my poo poo everything. Oh my God. What okay. Am I, okay. What are the chances? He totally take that Dansby story and make it completely about himself. <laughs> <laughs> what are the chances that I'm reading the sports section on a Tuesday morning and I'm reading a motto from a Dansby Swanson, the superstar with the Betta that happens to be my motto and I see my beer mug from 1964? That's you don't your think motto. that's kind of an. Uh, that, every day of your life, you say oh that my you wake God. up in the morning. <laughs> doesn't you matter the first thing you think every, day, every, every day. day. It was on my fear you tell yourself oh to my serve God. others. So in other words, this is not a, an unusual coincidence. It happens every day. <laughs> People use Latin every day with every sports star when they're reading the freaking sports section. And they say, hey, hey honey, that's my... Oh, I, hear, I see the word bulldog in the news. You know, I used to be a bulldog. I'll be damned. I guess that's a coincidence. Did you know? You dirty bastard. How many Latin players there are in baseball now? Come 17. On. <laughs> 30%. <laughs> I thought that was really cool. I thought, uh, sorry, I really how old did. Is, how old is Dansby. Uh, he's going to be 30. 30. So he's still got a good He's bit. 29, 30, somewhere around. So he's still. Oh, hell yeah. He's got. Oh, he, as, uh, yeah. All right. So once contract negotiate, once he's allowed to start talking and all that, does he not make the same mistake that Freddie and his agent He's did? got the same agent. That's the same agency, but it's different. He's, he's from Atlanta. He's not from LA. He wants to be here. He might take a small discount. The, and the, the, well, he's it's not like free agent. Anyway. Shortstop free agents is just completely inundated. There's yeah. great shortstops yeah. out there, and I heard the Kansas City guy the other day talking about the great shortstop. He didn't even mention Dansby. I'm thinking, God, he, he wins the World Series. What more yeah. can the guy do? He's had two great seasons. You see the throw and he goes he had down the list night? and doesn't even mention what is it? him. Arenado, they're all talking about. Who's no, that big not, superstar? Well, Carlos Correa, who's kind of with the Twins and kind of not. He can opt out. Maybe he can opt out. Yeah. But there's a kid, the Bogarts, I think, yeah. from. Uh, uh, Boston, Boston and <coughs> there's a couple of like, really good. There's one. Oh, for, Trey Turner, who's to me yeah, the best shortstop yeah, in baseball is yeah, Trey Turner. Yeah. You look at his his stats compared to the other ones. He leads in almost every category, yeah. and he's fast as hell. Yeah. He's injured a lot though. Yeah. But I'd love. If I don't have Dansby. I'd I'd love to have Trey Turner. 
Um, speaking of holy crap at sports, your uh, sports podcast later on today, I'm guessing. Already did it. Already. Oh, my God, America. Already. And, uh, do you have a top uh, thing to tease for them? To, holy crap at sports with Pete Davis, best podcast sports guest. We'll talk about the college football games coming up starting tomorrow night. There's a lot of Any favorites to look at uh, this weekend? Well, everyone's going to be watching Georgia-Oregon. Georgia-Oregon. That could be a good game. And Notre Dame-Ohio State, which that could Ohio also State's going to blow game. them out of the damn water. I don't understand how Notre Dame, with a brand-new coach who's never been a head coach in his yeah. life, is ranked number five in the country yeah they bring a bullshit. bunch of his players with him too but That's again still he hasn't played not. yet it's they're all loving this guy Mar- yeah. marcus freeman great he's yeah. won the press conferences let's see if he can coach as a head yeah. coach we'll yeah. see but I, number five please I, that seems awful high for an because it's notre dame yeah. and they always i know anyway georgia um, or georgia should win that game probably pretty easily i'd say yeah um, uh, one thing I wanted to, did you see the, uh, creepy tennis butt girl story? Uh, my friends, this is really bizarre. In fact, uh, I, did I, oh yeah, uh, I've got this on my, hold on a second, I'm going to get it on my phone. While I'm getting this on my phone, Pete, why don't you tell the little people? Kimber's getting on his phone. <laughs> Brought to you by Atlanta Custom Closets, closetpro.net. 404-255-0589. That's Atlanta Custom Closets. You got a closet, you want to go to closetpro.net. If you need a closet, oh, you don't have there. a closet, you want to go to closetpro.net. They will help you revamp it, rehabilitate it, get it back on its feet again, and so you can walk in with your feet. There you are. Now, here's the deal. I did not see this, but I saw it. <laughs> I did not see this in person because I wasn't watching the U.S. Open ladies thing with the thing, uh, tennis tournament. But I, uh, it's on all over the place. A teenage tennis player's Grand Slam debut at the Open is being overshadowed by lewd chatter on social media. Sarah Balek, a 16-year-old female athlete, hails from Chechia. And it's, it's, it doesn't say Chechnya. It says Chechia. Yeah, it's che- that's their new name. That's their themselves. new name for Chechnya. Chechnya. Anyway, one of the uh, Not former the Czech Soviet Republic. satellite countries. Eastern I guess. European. Yeah, Eastern European. Former Czechoslovakia. Yeah. All right, so this Czech chick. Ha, ho, 16 year old Czech chick. Um, made headlines after a close. She defeated Heather so and so, UK. Uh, and then the footage of her leaving the court, going over to be uh, congratulated by her father first, and then her coach, Jacob Carhoun. Uh, she hugs her father. Uh, you've got to look at the video. In fact, Pete, I'll show you the video while I'm uh, uh, talking to the little people. She hugs her father, who then runs she, a full body hug, and he runs his hands and fondles her fanny, pats her fanny, rubs her fanny. She's 16 and built. Then she goes to her coach, who also gives her the full body hug and rubs her fanny and pats her fanny and rubs her fanny. And social he media keeps it there went a while. nuts. He does keep it there a while. I mean, he's fondling her fanny. He's not really fondling. He's patting it. Well, he's also rubbing there. it. Oh, now, come on. <laughs> Wait a minute. Um, yeah. And, By the way, if yeah. she worked as a hat check girl, would she be a hat check, check, check? She the hat check, check, check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, somebody said there's no reason to touch a 16-year-old girl on her butt like that. It's beyond inappropriate. The video progressed. It got worse and worse. Another said, it's, talk about creepy. It reminded me of Joe Biden. Uh, the World <laughs> Tennis Organization needs to look into these things since uh, young girls are traveling with men from a very young age. And they're, say, and they're defending it, saying, well, uh, it's, it's, it's common in Chechnya. Uh, not something I would do, but many men just don't Chech- think about it. From Cheshia, Cheshia, I guess it is. Uh, Google our Eastern traditions, you might be shocked. 
It's, the embrace is perfectly normal in some cultures and households. Uh, people see what they want to see. Anyway, it's unbelievable. Well, you're judging them by American standards. Well, they're in America. No, they're <laughs> in New York. The US they're in New York. Well, that's right, too. That's, <laughs> it is a foreign country. I'm sorry. Uh, anyway, I, I, but I thought that was just, I mean, that's unbelievable. Well, I don't know. By the way. Brando, yeah. I kind of, you know, I watched, you guys ever seen that movie? Is it King Richard? No, no, I saw uh, about the tennis girls. Yeah, I mean, it's ran- I mean, I, it was on last night, and I caught the tail end of it. And I reached right. my quota with Serena yeah, about I, ten I'm years ago. I'm not watching ago. any of that stuff. I'm, I'm, but I'm, I guess it was away. supposed to be a, a good with a guy who punched, uh, who gave slap Chris Rock, Will right? Smith. Will yeah, Smith. Will Smith. But was it true? Oh, did you see the ladies on her their daughter? What's what's her name? Not Dakota. What's the her one that switched the trams? No, that's the boy. Oh, is that the boy? No, the girl. Her name is Snow or Willow. 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 Smith. Isn't that their daughter? Willow Smith. Yeah, Will Smith's daughter, Willow, and so on. So, uh, they were, uh, social media is bragging. I went on Twitter. Social media is bragging about her because she has underarm hair, and she yeah, <laughs> I'm French. She has underarm hair and like teeth tattoos and stuff, and so she's she's her own person. Good. Oh God, that's, Stay away from that's me. great. Uh, by uh, the way, uh, yes. Doug says morning from Seattle, so he's watching in Seattle. Hey, uh, Doug, thank you so much. And, time change, three uh, hours. Cindy says uh, record time, Kimmer, bringing the story around to yourself. <laughs> well, you know, my first true love was named Cindy, you little rat. And, and did I tell you a story? I, I think I did. It's probably a stupid story. That her, her her name her last name began with a B. Her name was Cindy. She went to Mount Holyoke Prep School, and I met her through some preppy friends, and I fell in love with her. She was she was a cutie. She wasn't you know knockout glamour. She was a cutie, uh, and just I just loved her. Everything about her was just fantastic. Had total crush on her, and she looked at me like a big brother. And her name was Cindy B. Last name started with B. And that was I was 16, 17. I was going to spend the summer away from things, so nothing ever happened. A couple of years later, I ran into her, and I took her to my prom and prep school, but nothing ever happened. I was hoping to, but it never did. Okay, that was 1963, 1964. Fast forward to 1968, and I'm on my way to Vietnam. And I'm at the airport in uniform, and guess who shows up with her father, Cindy B., my ex-girlfriend. For you? For No, she, she was on the way to see her boyfriend who was in the Army. But again, so we sat next to each other on the plane. But again, this is all of a sudden now I'm in the Marines, and she did whatever she did for those several years. Uh, and I, and I, I met, met her at the airport, and, and that was pretty cool. And, and, you know, I was thinking, what if, and what a shame. And I still loved her. Did for, you tell her? Oh, oh, she knew I was nuts about her. She let me make out with her once, one time. She let me really, really make out with her for like an hour. It was great. Oh, it was unbelievable. Anyway. An hour? Uh, yeah. Oh, God. Um, and, uh, and you didn't even pat uh, her uh, butt? Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> no patting. No, no, nobody did anything back then. No, you know, I mean, you, you were lucky if you, you know, did a little over the thing with the thing. Anyway, um, so, so this is like 60s. Okay, then all of a sudden, fast forward into the 70s. I'm working. I'm the news director, working in radio. I'm the news director, operations manager, and the morning show guy. And I get a phone call from the front desk said, there's a Cindy B, same name, uh, here to see you about a job interview. And I'm thinking, oh my God. What are the, I mean, how, how that she speak Latin? That'd be unbelievable. And so, and so they, I said, send her back, send her back. So they brought her back. It was a totally different girl named Cindy, same name B. You think it's funny? Cindy here says, my maiden name starts with B. Oh my God. If that, could it if be? It, if Do you speak the, Latin, is, Cindy? Is the, is the last letter T of your last letter of your last name? Do you live T? to serve others instead of being served? None could. Ha 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 
<laughs> I freaking love it. Um, anyway, so I, I so it was, it was a different girl who was a complete flirt. I mean, she was she basically propositioned me in order to give her a job, and I told I, I kicked it up to my boss. So I, I got it. I think I was married. I didn't want anything to do with her. But anyway, so that was my Cindy uh, Cindy B story. Anyway, you kind of reminded me of a happier day in my uh, existence. Um, Okay, uh, we got we got newsy things. Uh, some cre- oh oh oh. Let me do this first. Uh, uh, this you know, our uh, our president Ungambon Nakawaka. Uh, that's his that's his American Native Indian name. Uh, it stands for President Who Showers with Naked Daughter. Uh, anyway, uh, President uh, Shower with Naked Daughter uh, has now turned complete hate speech. Um, uh, hater divider in chief, worse than putty tat Obama was. Did you? I didn't watch it, but I saw the highlights of him mocking people who support the Second Amendment, mocking all you brave Second Amendment supporters. If you don't support the police on January 6th, you're not. Simply, I mean, just all of a sudden, he's Mr. Law and Order guy, making fun of people he called uh, fascists. Yeah, called us fascists. I mean, those two things, honestly, they're asking for it. And for this guy to all of a sudden pretend, he says, well, you're not for law and order if, you, if you're not against January 6th for all those police who died. He actually said all the police who died. Yeah, on January 6th. All the police who were killed on January 6th in the insurrection. <laughs> My God. Uh, and the crowd's, yay, 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 <clears throat> going crazy. Um, the most divisive, hate-filled speech, mocking people, calling us all kinds of freaking names. Uh, You brave gun owners, you brave gun owners. Well, you know, bears in the woods don't have Kevlar vests. Uh, He also said that the uh, AR, uh, 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 was it the AR-15? I think it was the (laughs) AR-15. Shoots a bullet five five times faster than any other bullet. What? <laughs> How does that, that The five times means 500%. I know. Faster wow. than any other bullet. <laughs> it goes right through you. Well, Come on, that, man. That's, that's no joke. That's no joke. If that's true, I'm going to get one today. <laughs> I've got a couple. You can have one. Thanks. I'll bring it tomorrow. All right. Jesus. I mean, oh, my God. And then he, I, I, and then you know his staff is going nuts when he starts going off cue Wait cards. Wait a minute. Don't you think all the Obama people around him who did the hate speech and it worked for them yeah. are steering him in this I, direction? I, absolutely. Susan Rice, and I guarantee you uh, Hillary's people Jarrett are— yeah, absolutely, Valerie. Oh, that whole that whole ilk, that whole cabal, that left wing cabal. I guarantee it because it worked when he was in his basement, uh, and, and the Obama hate speech, and it worked. And they're doing it again, and he's he's, he's mocking people. His approval rating right now is at forty. That's the lowest it's been in a while. Yeah, but it, it was. It's been in the you know upper thirties. It's probably working. I mean, that's what scares me. It's, well, it's probably down working. Last week. Yeah. Well, again, I, we can only hope. Um, but but what well, it's working with his base, but the centrists have yeah, got to be going. They've got to be saying this is not. And, and again, he, when he goes off, when he goes off script, he says, oh, you know, it, uh, you know, it says like uh, my uh, my deceased son Bo. He called him my deceased son, as my late son would be. I, my deceased son Bo. You know, uh, uh, he was uh, attorney general uh, in the Maryland. Was it Maryland uh, attorney general? 
And, uh, you know, we used to go down to the place they called uh, the Hobbit down there. He says, I, says, I used to go down to that. That was all. That was the worst neighborhood in the world. It was all, you know, it was, I was the only white guy in the whole place. Yeah, t- today or yesterday, he was, talk- he was talking to some people about how he was the only white lifeguard yeah. at a pool he worked yeah. at or something. Yeah, he said, that's what, he used to go, <laughs> that's what, that's what I'm saying. He said, it's, uh, I, was, uh, I was the only white guy in the whole area. I used, I used to be a lifeguard down there. I was the only white guy in the whole area. I used to go down there all the time in that black area down there. This is the same guy who said Barack Obama lo- looked like a really clean-cut black guy for a black guy looked really well. clean cut and spoke was a well-spoken clean cut black guy and you he can't go into said, any 7-eleven in delaware and yeah, not see an indian well and that was on the you know indians pakistanis but even more in the black, black thing black. he even remember he actually said well you know uh, uh, you know black children are, are, are just as important or, or, no uh let's see black children are just as smart as white kids or something. Poor no, no, that wasn't it. What the it's hell was it? Poor, it that, was a reverse. He maybe said if you're poor, you would be black. Oh, that was a poor. Uh, poor people are just as important as white kids. That's what it was. Yeah. He said, "You poor children are just as important as white children. Therefore, clearly, all poor children are black." I mean, you know. <laughs> but see, it was so. It was so convoluted that even I couldn't remember how bad it was. That's how mixed, you know, the mangled syntax. <laughs> yeah, you poor kids are just as important as white kids. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, he won before, and uh, I, I'm just, it scares the crap out of me. But he's such a freaking liar. Um, it's sickening to see the new attacks on the FBI. Oh, my God. I'm opposed to defunding the police. I'm also opposed to defunding the FBI. Yeah. Did you see what Ben Stein said? <laughs> ben just, he said, F the FBI. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let me tell you, uh, we need to replace the FBI. Excuse me. Cameron <laughs> blowing his nose brought to you by Farmhouse Printing Company. Well, there you are. Farmhousepriningco.com. <laughs> Printing custom shirts and hats and signs. No minimum orders. No setup fees. Now with laser engraving. All your Kimmer Show t-shirt needs. Holy crap at sports. Whatever you need, farmhousepriningco.com has it. Business cards, tumblers, whatever. They can do it at farmhousepriningco.com. And, and by the way, I, I've got a bunch of things I'm going to be ordering from Eric at uh, farmhouseprintingco.com for my uh, uh, son-in-law and also uh, my kids and Greg and stuff like that. So, I mean, I use their service because they're just so good at it. Um, the worst thing that, that uh, President uh, Showers with Daughter has done lately, though, is his new deliberate attack on conservatives. He's got a big—this is Wednesday as we speak and do the podcast. Tomorrow night, Thursday night, the 1st of September— He's got a major speech planned where he's going to attack conservatives as dangerous to our democracy, which is not the rule of law. He's already got the la latrine saying we're dangerous to the rule of law. Dangerous to the rule of law. Uh, you know, he's got people saying that if, if this the is Republicans the guy that win just, in three months, will it be the end of our democracy. And this is the guy who just hired 87,000 new IRS agents? Yeah, but but he, say, he claims that we are violent. He says the Republican Party uh, is, uh, uh, believes in violence, using violence to, uh, win their political ends. Bullshit. That's what they exactly did with the George. Opposite. The country burned for two years under Democrat leadership. They still to the, I'm trying to be calm. They still to this day, uh, Merritt Garland is not cracking down on protesters violating federal law still to this day and night, keeping up Supreme court justices awake at night, screaming outside their homes. It's against the law. And, and, and they're not cracking down on it. They're not for law and order. They are, they are against 
uh, giving money to the police. They are in favor of defunding the police. They were in favor of all the right. Those rioters got away with everything. Uh, most of them got all the charges dropped. We know about the January 6th so-called insurrection where they're still in prison. I mean, this is just, it makes me so freaking mad. And then to claim that it's the Republicans and the conservatives who are willing to use violence for political means. What evidence is there of that? It's the exact opposite, and they're getting away with it, and I, I, I'm so freaking angry about this. This president he, is a scumbag. He's, he's got a, a speech he's tomorrow? A, tomorrow night, You know Thursday. how many college football games are on tomorrow night? I hope there's 100 of them. There's at least 20. Yeah, good. Well, that's maybe. <laughs> <laughs> that's all with him. Well, I'm not, I can't, I'm not watching. I can't, I won't, I can't watch him. I, I know what he's going to say, so yeah. I don't care. Why? Who, who, but, but again, uh, I've just, it makes me so he's freaking mad. They are. At, he. I believe he's a child molester. I think he gets what? his kicks. Uh, and I, I don't know whether he's ever actually raped a child, but I think he probably fondled his daughter in the shower, washing her off or giving her a good rinse and whatever. I think he likes little kids' bodies. I think he gets turned on by uh, sniffing and fondling it's not children. Normal. All his, the videos and everything. That's look, look at not him. This whole, normal. I mean, we've shown you some of the pictures. Looking at his little daughter when she was in the bathing suit that time and oogling her. God, and he's, he's just a freaking lion. I mean, I, it's just making me so uh, freaking mad. Uh, okay. Uh, oh, another, another newsy thing. Let me t- let me. Oh, in fact, I heard Neil Bortz this morning on. You know, we are affiliated with radio station 106.3, 106.3 Extra, 106.3, where you can get their free app because the signal is pretty bad. And we, I could do a call in on Friday mornings, and uh, they replay uh, an hour of our podcast on Saturdays at noon. So we're kind of we link to them with the podcast stuff like that. Um, and again, this is all at thekimmershow.net. Anyway, this morning Neil Bortz does a commentary, <laughs> and Bortz was saying, Trump has got to go. He said, he's got to go. He's a psychopath. He's going to ruin everything. I've worked with him. I can't even talk about how bad a man. I mean, he went on and on and on about Trump's got to, he's going to ruin, da, 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 da. And I'm, so now let me ask you, did you see what his, uh, what Donald Trump's release was yesterday on social media about the latest thing with the FBI? Therefore, basically admitting um, that uh, they were, they finagled the election. Um, it says he's still president. He's well. He's no. Here's what Donald Trump. And again, I'm gonna I'm gonna refer to the story, which is on even Fox News is saying he may have just lost his mind. I'm really nervous about this because all of a sudden, even people are really reacting to the Donald Trump mm-hmm. situation even more uh, critically as we get closer to the election, which makes me nervous. Uh, in social media eruption is on Fox News. Trump demands a new election or immediate reinstatement. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, this is this is what it is. Hold on a second. Let me get the damn picture over there. Uh, Donald Trump said two weeks ago the temperature has to be brought down in this country. Again, this is how Howie, what's his name, uh, is writing the story for Fox. Here's how he covers the story of what Donald Trump said. Uh, Donald Trump said we need to bring the temperature down in this country, is raising it to heights that would burst the thermometer. He's gone on what we would call an angry tweet storm if he was still on Twitter pumping out three dozen postings and repostings on his far smaller Truth Social app. Ouch. One of the repostings was from QAnon, although the former president may not even know that. But more stunning than Trump's attacks on Joe Biden, pictured as he had soiled his pants, uh, rhino Republicans and, of course, the fake news media is his sudden embrace of what he has been 
Clinton called but the fringing of fringe positions in Trump world. Seizing on Zuckerberg's admission to Facebook suppress a Hunter Biden story. Uh, Trump writes the FBI buried dot da da. He would have won if it had come out. Then Trump drops the hammer. Quote, remedy. Declare the rightful winner or, and this would be the minimal solution, declare the 2020 election irreparably compromised and have a new election immediately. Donald Trump says he wants a new election immediately or he should be declared president. The presidential election was badly and irreparably tainted by the FBI's fake description. Declare the rightful winner or hold a new election now. Uh, and then uh, uh, this guy, Howie, writes, uh, time for a little reality check. There's no provision in the Constitution for overturning an election and putting the loser back in the White House. On and on and on. So uh, so who would do that? Supreme Court? Uh, and he's calling for an uprising at the FBI. When are these great agents and others in the FBI going to say we aren't going to take it anymore, much as they did when James Comey read off a list of all the crooked Hillary comments, uh, crime, uh, Clinton's crimes, but didn't prosecute? The wonderful people of the FBI went absolutely nuts. Perhaps we need a re- reminder the Bureau is run by Chris Wray. Uh, Trump's appointing. Anyway, go on. But again, Trump says you should either declare the election was null and void or make me president right now. Okay. How, what the hell was that? Why did okay. he? You're playing into the media's thing here, and the Democrats thing. Democrats can say the most outrageous bullshit and hyperbole, and we <laughs> just go, oh, it's just the Democrats. But when our side does it, goes goes beyond the pale and, and uses hyperbole, yeah. we all you know clutch our pearls and wring our hands like, oh my gosh, we can't do that. We're playing nice and we're losing, <sighs> losing. We need. I, he could be batshit crazy for all I care, and I'm still voting. I'm for still him. voting for him. He still is. A, he was the best president we've had, at least since Reagan, and maybe one of the two or three best in the last 150 years for what he did for America. Forget the tweets and the comments and calling people names. For what he did as an American right. leader, none of the things in the world today would be happening if he were still in the White House. Putin would not have invaded Ukraine. We wouldn't have this same this situation with the economy. I mean, I, I, honestly, everything would be back He told to- the Germans there at the UN, he told them, you cannot rely on the gas from the, Russia. They'll the cut Green it off. New and Deal they and sat there and laughed. That's you right. see what the Belgian guy said yesterday? He said, we are <coughs> in for 10 to 12 hard winters yeah. because we're running out of energy. They're running out of food. And without energy, they're going to run out of food. The uh, Farmers are not able to farm. This Green New Deal business, we, we saw what it was at Holland and, uh, and, uh, and Germany, and, and, Germany still, and Belgium. The farmers I mean, are still doing My it. God. You, you took an autistic little shit from uh, Sweden, yeah. Greta or whatever, and she's turned yeah. that entire continent Yelling on at its adults. ear. Yeah, yeah. And, and they've completely got rid of the. In fact, South Korea Elon, said yesterday. Yeah, South Korea says says we have relied too much on this renewable energy. It's not working. We're going to do more nuclear. Elon Musk just said we're we're all going to die. He said, if we rely on this green energy business and we don't stop, he said, if you try to get rid of fossil fuel, we're going to, we're not going to survive as a planet. Right. <laughs> well, he mean, says, for two reasons, we're not having babies yeah. and we're not, uh, we're not we, we using can't feed fossil or take, fuels. Yeah. Yeah. We couldn't, we couldn't take care of the population we have. Uh, unbelievable. Now here's the way I look at it. As far as I'm concerned, new polls show Donald Trump, if the, the, the race were run today, Donald Trump against Joe Biden, Trump would win by 60-40. Uh, new poll just out, Herschel Walker is now leading uh, Raphael Weifnacher by 25 points. Uh, Herschel Walker is going to win in a landslide. Uh, tell your friends to make sure they get, no, it's, it's unbelievable. In, fa- in fact, uh, uh, so-called Reverend, the phony minister, Raphael Weifnacher, was so angry 
that he threw one of his beer bottles at the pulpit, shattered part of the uh, the uh, piping on the pulpit, and and accidentally s- sent a sliver of wood into a little child's eye in the audience, blinded a young child for God's sake, <laughs> wife knocker, and never even apologized. He just stormed off. He was so ticked off, you know, that he's going to lose the election by twenty five or thirty freaking points. Um, also, I thought Your this Honor, was hearsay. I thought this was pretty well. That's the way I. That's what I heard. I I'm, I'm, that's I saw a poll somewhere. Um, and did you hear? I, I'm not making this up. Teen Vogue. Uh, remember our friends at Teen Vogue? Was it last year or so? Uh, we're telling we're telling little girls how they could ago. avoid getting pregnant by doing you know the old good old fashioned sodomy, you know, showing little girls how to do sodomy if you're 12, 13, 14, so you don't get pregnant. <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to, you know. Uh, uh, Teen Vogue is now coming out with a huge political uh, initiative, uh, and it says, fight like hell for Stakey Kool-Aid Monster. Uh, Stakey Abraham, fight like hell for Stakey. Fight like hell for Stakey. Because they want the young girls who read Teen Vogue to realize that if America doesn't, if Georgia doesn't elect Stakey as the uh, the repeating governor of Georgia, that young girls will lose their right to have abortions when they're 12 or 13 or 14 years old. Teen Vogue it wants the young girls to know to pressure people to vote when they're 18 for Stakey because if, uh, if Teen Vogue is worried that if she doesn't win, that the girls who read Teen Vogue aren't going to be able to get their abortions without telling mommy. I mean, Jesus, come on. I mean, my God. I mean, it's deliberate. Teen girls, we got to fight for our abortion oh, rights, yeah. girls. And a girl, again, you can still have your abortion. You might have to drive to another state, but you can have your abortion. Work for it. I mean, yeah, it might, try and work as awkward. hard as you did to get laid. Yeah, you know? it, it might be. You might have to, you know, drive a couple of states over. Okay, poor baby, you know. So, I mean, maybe be prepared. I, I mean, come on, that's not the end of the world. That you have to drive your car. Take the pill. Take, take the, the implant. Put a condom on the guy, or keep yeah. your legs or, crossed. It ain't that hard. Or do it the uh, the the good way. Whatever. What? I mean, I'm the just there's a lot of. I, well, what do you mean by that? I'm, I'm just not saying Please anything. Elaborate. No, I'm just. Uh, <laughs> Can we get a drawing? What do you mean by that? <laughs> uh, but first, hold everything. <laughs> oh, I don't know if you should follow that with a, a commercial. No, we're talking about dead crow defense because <laughs> oh, I could be a dead it. crow right now. My God, my American friends, dead crow defense. And in fact, you know, we talked about uh, uh, again. Uh, uh, President uh, Showers with daughter is uh, going after her. Guns. He's going after our ammo. He's going after the right to bear arms. He's making fun of people who support the Second Amendment. I mean, he's mocking legal gun owners. Since when do legal gun owners need to shoot a bear in the woods with a Kevlar vest? Stuff like that. Shoot well, bears. yeah, that's right. Uh, once I said, everybody, you know, shot a bear, by the way, around here. I mean, come on. Uh, that's not why I have a nine millimeter in my pocket. <laughs> my great 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 grandfather was allowed back in the Confederate Army because he had gone AWOL, and they liked him because he was a doctor. So they let him keep going home. He went AWOL, and to get back in good graces, he uh, killed a bear and brought it back for them to eat. Well, there you are. Is that good bear meat, man? <laughs> and to say nothing to the fur coat. Anyway, uh, Dead Crow Defense, if you're looking for ammo, it's not just a gun store. It's your personal gun custom dealer place. Uh, and if you've been uh, nervous about the uh, China kill virus pandemic and all the ammo prices are going nuts, if you can't even find any uh, ammo in most places, Dead Crow Defense to the rescue. 
They have the best ammo prices since before the pandemic. All the common calibers are in stock, ready to ship, and things that are in stock go out the next day. Dead Crow's not a gun store. It's your personal arms dealer, your personal gun dealer. I'll give you the phone number to call them and see what they have, if they can help you out. And again, if it's here, it goes out the next day. If it's not there, they'll get it. Here's the area code, 678 576 9117 678-576-9117. You can get them an email at sales at deadcrowdefense.com. Look them up at deadcrowdefense.com. It's not just guns and ammo. It's uh, personal safety devices and gear and uh, uniform type things and stuff like that. Check them out, deadcrowdefense.com. And if you're going to get something on sales, sales at deadcrowdefense.com. Don't forget to use the promo code KIMMER. K-I-M-M-E-R, at checkout for 10% off your first several orders at deadcrowdefense.com, your personal arms dealer. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacey's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. There you are. Now, uh, speaking of armed things, I'm going to do a, a quick uh, kind of a Marine Corps thing. And, and again, by the way, uh, the last couple of days, there's been some coverage of the uh, – uh, oh, oh, I got I forgot to do one more story about, about the FBI before I get to the uh, Marine Corps coverage. There's, uh, one of the families is suing Alec Baldwin, which I think is hysterical, uh, and I hope it works. But first, uh, uh, Biden and his FBI – uh, uh, P- uh, some FBI agents now are speaking out uh, that uh, the director, Miss Christine Ray from Atlanta, the embarrassment of Atlanta, uh, the ghost uh, uh, in charge of the FBI, uh, the, the people have lost complete faith in his leadership. Uh, they're saying, how does this guy survive? He's got to be kicked out of here. Uh, agents have lost confidence in Christine, Christopher Ray. All he does is go on and say, we need more training. We're doing stuff about it or we won't tolerate it. But that doesn't do anything. Uh, this one guy left his job after 25 years a couple of months ago because of the politization, the politization, politization, <laughs> politization at the uh, top of the FBI. And again, it's not say it in Latin. Basic, you can do it. El mando, el gamnia, galia, duenes, and 
taste, fire taste. Uh, Grikolai, Grikolai, Grikolai. Um, uh, and of course, you just summoned a demon. You know that. I right? know that. I know it's true. <laughs> uh, and of course, Donald Trump uh, nominated him for, because he didn't know. know he was given bad advice on I that know. one. Uh, after he fired Jim Comey, who, who should have been in jail for lying. Jim, James Comey lied about the whole Hillary thing. I mean, he just plain lied, covered it up and lied, and helped her get away with uh, violating federal law. Anyway, whistleblower saying that Ray fails to take action after being notified about problems, claiming he's forced to sign false, uh, that they were forced to sign false affidavits and sexual harassment claims, according to the Times. They tried to get rid of me at WSB doing that. Did I ever tell you about that story? When they caught, there was a secretary came in. This was back guy in the nineties. I was there. It was number one, but they wanted to save money, uh, and so they called. Uh, they called Skinny Bobby Harper in first and fired him. They called Kathy Fishman in second and fired him. Called me in third and fired me. And they all had to they had to pay our contracts for like a year, but they got rid of us. And they went to the more the traffic guy became the morning guy. So they saved three salaries by having just you know the host going in there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyway, and now more of the news. Anyway, so but before that, they tried to get me. Uh, we had a new secretary showed up, and she liked me, and she was cute, and she was hot. And in fact, and I, uh, I, I, I invited her to go for to take a Sunday drive with me up to Dahlonega or something. She was new in town or something, and and I, I, I met her and picked her up. And we drove up, and that's what we t- we took a drive, and I think we had a late lunch someplace, and oh, that's what we had a nice lunch, and I bought her a couple things to take back. In, in a gold box because she was just moved into her place or whatever. So yeah, I was just being, I was polite and was a gentleman. Uh, I don't even, I think I may, may have kissed her goodbye at the end of the day. Pro, I don't even remember doing that. But anyway, so I took her to the, whatever, probably hugged her, maybe get a little kiss on the cheek. Okay, so that was basically it. The next day or the, you know, a couple of days later, it was, she was a secretary in the newsroom. And so the news director, who was a complete a-hole, he was the guy, oh my God, this was unbelievable. He was, this guy was such an a-hole that when I used to do the news with Dave Folk, I mentioned Dave Folk the other day, and I and I'd like the 7 o'clock news, uh, before that I'd do a tease and I'd say, coming up at the top of the hour, the latest on the rush of the so on the fingity bang. And he actually called me in to his office to complain to me that there is no such thing as the top of the hour. <laughs> and I said, uh, golly, Lee, um, you know, actually there is, because, you know, the, <laughs> I mean, I, I wanted to, I just, I wanted to, I, honest to God, I wanted to just pound him. And he said, I can't, I, I, he forbade me from saying the phrase coming up at the top of the hour. And I said, I've been saying that for 40 years I mean, uh, <laughs> you know, or whatever. Anyway, so, I mean, that's what kind of an a-hole he was. Okay, so, uh, so back to the story, this cute, cute secretary girl now. Uh, and she was probably 40. I mean, she's a grown woman. This is not some kid. Uh, and so uh, so she was kind of flirting with me. And I made the comment about something like, uh, or I said, uh, you know, well, you're sure looking good today. Like, or, you know, it's easy to see because you're, you're looking real nice today or something like just kind of an offhand comment walking by. I get a, I get called into the office with the three of them, the, the, the general manager and uh, and the other manager and the news director. The PD, general manager, program director, news director, and they hand me this letter, and the, it's a big long letter from the company, and, and it says, uh, "I admit that I have violated my personal standards by unnecessary and immoral, uh, flirtatious uh, behavior, uh, violating the human human resources." On and on and on. I said, "I said, whoa! I said, what the hell is all? I said, well, I can't. What is this?" 
and, and it was obviously a setup that I would violating my, you know, some clause in my con- yeah. personal service or whatever it was. And so and I said, well, yeah, you know, it's a thing and, and, and we just can't have this. And I said, I said, I said, and I started getting ticked off, but I, I didn't hit anybody, but I started getting ticked off. So when, what I did, they said, we need you to sign this. And I said, okay. So I took my pen and in huge letters, I wrote, this is not true. And I initialed it, <laughs> gave it back to him. Good. And nothing happened, although they fired the girl. Why? Le- le- not that next day, but if I rem- as I recall, they got, uh, and I think they said that she got another job or something, but I think, I think they fired the girl. <laughs> the one, and she was not, anyway. But Sid, that, so this business of... Uh, I, well, Sid, Sidney just said, another quick turnaround there, Ken. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds like the old girl I was in love with my whole life since 1963. I've loved, I've loved that girl. I don't since, even remember what the hell he was talking I've about. I've loved that girl since 1963. <laughs> That's probably the one. Anyway, uh, I don't. Now I was talking about a letter, and I don't know why I, I got I totally that. sidetracked. Oh, oh. Um, uh, they shut down the Hunter Biden investigation a scheme. By, oh, the uh, the FBI agents were forced to sign phony affidavits claiming they were uh, guilty of sexual harassment and stuff. Uh, anyway, if Republicans take over, they may get to the bottom of this business with the FBI. Now, what I wanted to tell you about before was uh, a quick a, a quick Marine Corps story. Again, I won't I don't want to dwell on it because that being a Marine is not fair, but. I've been I, I've been extremely upset uh, this whole last several days when there were remembrances of the uh, pullout of Afghanistan a year ago, almost to the you know two, or, or, almost to the day. Was it two years ago? Probably two. No, it was a year ago. A year ago. Year was ago. it a year ago? Yeah. Uh, anyway, and um, uh, and I, I, I get so freaking angry about it because it was it was the biggest disaster in the world. I, I was I saw a feature of one of the uh, commanders. Was, was telling people how horrible it was. They didn't have any supplies. They didn't have any security. I mean, when all of a sudden uh, President uh, sleeps with, uh, showers with daughter, uh, told him to get out, they didn't, nothing was ready. They didn't have any power. They, I mean, it was just, it was a total freaking nightmare, chaos. Everybody running around everywhere. It didn't, who is the civilian? Where do they go? I mean, nothing was planned. It was just an absolute disaster of a withdrawal. Um, and uh, the family of one of the Marines uh, who died is suing Alec Baldwin for the social media posts calling the sister of the dead Marine an insurrectionist. Here's how it started. Uh, the Marine uh, uh, Royce McCollum and Cheyenne McCollum of Wyoming, uh, sisters of Marine Lance Corporal Riley McCollum, who died in Afghanistan, are filing a lawsuit, have filed a lawsuit for the second time against Alec Baldwin, accusing him of negligent and reckless posting social media comments they filed a lawsuit in Wyoming that was dismissed because they didn't have jurisdiction over him because he lives in New York. So they filed a suit in New York asking $25 million, saying that uh, uh, Baldwin accused uh, Royce McCollum of being an insurrectionist on uh, Baldwin's social media post, leading to her being attacked verbally by his fans. Uh, 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 Marine McCollum was 20 years old, one of the 13 service members, mostly Marines, killed in the suicide bombing in Kabul during the withdrawal from the country last summer, a year ago. Baldwin contacted one of McCollum's sisters on Instagram and donated. Uh, here's the background. Baldwin donated $5,000 to the family's GoFundMe page as the Marine being killed at, at the suicide bomber. Baldwin donated $5,000 to the widow as a tribute to a fallen soldier. 
his baby was born 18 days after he was killed. So the, his widow, uh, 18 days later, gave birth to their child. Uh, the dead Marine's sister uh, uh, posted a, po- a photo to Instagram of herself at the pro-Trump, mostly peaceful uh, Ashley Babbitt rally January 6th. And the, uh, the posting of her at the rally on January 6th posted Alec Baldwin to say, are you the same woman I sent money for for your sister's husband who was killed during the Afghanistan exit? And then he said, when I sent the money for your late brother out of real respect for his service to this country, uh, I had no idea. Uh, I didn't know that you were going to be the kind of person uh, that you would take the law into your hands like that. And she said, protesting is perfectly legal in this country, and I've already had my sit-down with the FBI. Thank you. Have a nice day. She was protesting peacefully. Baldwin wrote back, your activities resulted in the unlawful destruction of government property, the death of a law enforcement officer, an assault on the certification of the product, da 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 reposted and so forth, reposted on her page. Uh, he has 2.4 million p- followers. He accused her of being an insurrectionist. Uh, uh, seemingly benevolent overtures turned into a nightmare. Uh, they began to get hostile. Anyway, she's suing now because of the turn the crowd on her. After anyway, I, I, nothing will go anywhere. It's not nothing's going to happen other than I get to say what happened. Uh, to, to the, remember the uh, dead Marine and the rest of them uh, because of uh, your president uh, who did this most ass backwards uh, 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 withdrawal in the history of any military operation. One more quick thing. Speaking of the uh, of the, what happened in Afghanistan during the. Uh, withdrawal, the disaster withdrawal. Uh, some of the heroes, uh, people are speaking up now. One of the heroes of, of uh, Kabul uh, was Corporal Hunter Lopez, one of 13 people also killed in the suicide bombing. Here's what Corporal Lopez was doing uh, at the airport during the withdrawal when the other Marine was also killed. Hunter Lopez, the Marine Corporal, saw two girls at the airport fighting through a sea of people trying to escape the Taliban. Uh, the Marine's mother said, Hunter jumps into the pit, thousands of bodies pushing to get past the gate. She, he, Hunter jumped into the pit to grab those girls. He grabbed one girl, brought her to safety, then jumped back into the mob, got the second girl, uh, brought her to safety, went back toward the wall after that, and that's when he was blown up with the others by the suicide bomber. His last efforts as a Marine and American were to save two little girls who were trying to flee the country that killed him. <clears throat> Semper Fi. And again, that withdrawal, it makes me so freaking mad. And then the same scumbag president has the balls to come on and make fun of people who support the Second Amendment. We're not shooting bears in Kevlar vests, dickhead. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm so, I'm so I freaking angry. And he, he says the conservatives are the ones who use violence for political means. They, they always <sighs> accuse the other side of what they're doing. They're accusing uh, us what? of they're... destroying rule of law. They've destroyed rule of law under Obama. Two years. Obama, well, Obama did it. Started he turned it, it rule of man. <coughs> Ferguson, Missouri. Yeah. But again, for the, and the country burned for two years under this guy. Uh, talk about violating the rule of law. Uh, how about all the videos you still see? Almost every day on Fox News, there's video of, of, of people walking into a store and robbing it and walking out. How about Antifa? Every day. Antifa showing out a small town in Texas where they had a kid-friendly oh, drag event. Yeah, yeah. Where the, uh, basically the mutants and the, the scum drag of our city. For children. And they surrounded it. 
And, and okay, you can have guns in this country, and you can show up, and you can protect something if you want. Yeah. How the hell did they get away in Texas with wearing masks? I know. I thought throughout and the rifles. South, yeah. that's how we got rid of the Klan. That's right. So I'm thinking, what if the Klan showed up in their garb, right. like Antifa shows up in their garb, fully hooded and everything, right. standing there with AR-15s? Right. You think the police would have put up with that? Please. No. So what's the <laughs> damn difference? I thought there was a... You can't do that in Georgia. You can't walk around nope. with a mask nope. on. The only time you're allowed to... In fact, I, con- I confronted a, a woman in a, a, a complete hijab at Publix about a year ago. I mean, she had nothing but an eye slit. I mean, it, was, it wasn't a headscarf. Was a it was turret, the whole a thing. Human turret. She looked like a, a, a garbage <laughs> bag with a slit in the eye hole. I'm serious. I mean, all you could see was her eye slits. Yeah. And I stopped, and, and she was with a guy walking behind. And I, and I said, whoa, whoa, wait. I said, what the hell is this? I said, you're not supposed to walk around like this. It's, it's illegal. I think there's a religious exemption there's yeah. halloween and the religious yeah, well, exemption maybe yeah well, but you can't sure. walk around like they no, did not, unless texas doesn't to, have that law to which, prevent their identity if you're trying right. to prevent your identity you're breaking the law that's why because you can't have secret societies showing up terrorizing people yeah. into not doing things right. like the clan that's right. how we got rid of them that's right that's for right. the most part that's why the hood thing became a became a thing right um anyway all right a couple things couple things uh oh what a Horrible story this well, not horrible, horrible. Well, sort of horrible. I'm going to That's share it with you now. I'm going to make sure I'm going to share the worst of the worst. Um, in Mexico, uh, Camilla Mendoza, three-year-old girl, uh, was uh, in, uh, let's see, El Universal San Luis Potosi Hospital in uh, Salinas del Hidalgo. I don't know where that is. In Mexico. Okay, three-year-old girl was taken to the hospital, and she was pronounced dead. Uh, apparently from dehydration. Uh, she had had a fever and was uh, had stomach, was terrible, terrible shape. They went to the hospital, and she was pronounced dead. Uh, she was given some drugs, uh, uh, released at one point, then taken back, and was officially pronounced dead. Okay. Uh, they then, uh, turns out, Let's see. Uh, she was. Oh, oh God! I've got. Oh, not the, no, hold on a second. Um, well, this, uh, thank they, God this is. Oh, oh no! They had a. They had a funeral. Yes. Sir. And at her funeral, uh, in the funeral, it looked as though the parents saw her, uh, some sort of a uh, of an oxygenization thing in the uh, casket. And so they said she's still alive. They saw condensation in her daughter's glass casket cover, saying she was still breathing. Uh, The grandmother realized the young girl's eyes were moving. So they opened up the casket. Her heart was beating at 97 beats a minute. She was rushed back to the hospital, where she was declared dead a second time, ladies and gentlemen. Her heart dropped to 35 beats per minute in the ambulance. By the time they got her back there, she was dead for sure. The family says, oh, my God, I don't really hold it against them, but this really shouldn't have, They maybe should change the staff over there. Uh, they claim they neglected her during the second visit, gave her too long to give her oxygen and so forth. But, my God, they found her condensation from breathing in the glass Killed casket. Her. Well, that's where, that's where, was, was it? Uh, the uh, the uh, bell, uh, ringing the bell of the... Well, what's the, what's the phrase? Uh, yeah, I, 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 uh, 
to make sure you're dead, they the ring that bell three times. Yeah, they, they put the string in the yeah. casket. What's you, it called? Oh, there's a, it's a famous saying. It is a famous saying. Oh, my God. So, you saved make, by the bell. Saved by the bell. That's what it yeah. is. That's why they have a bell in the casket if you no, hear the bell. No, that was a TV show in the 90s right. that was very popular. Right, but that's okay? where they got that phrase. Did you know that? I thought it was because you didn't do your homework and they asked oh. for it and then the See? class ended. And but that's actually from saved by the bell. bells in caskets. Whoa. <laughs> Creepy. Who'd have thought? Uh, you know, I want to hear a creepy story. Yeah, I do. I was watching the History Channel the other day. It was one of those channels. Yeah. May, remember, uh, there was a World War, not World War, a uh, Revolutionary War general named Anthony Wayne. Yeah. You've probably heard of him. He's from Pennsylvania, somewhere up there. Anthony Wayne was, okay, a, okay he was called the Mad General. I don't know why. All right. So anyway, so he dies, and he's buried Philly or somewhere like that. And the son says, I want to bring my father's back to body back to the small town which is a few miles away there in Pennsylvania. This is back in, gosh, I guess the early 1800s or something right. like that. So it's all horse and buggy. Yeah. So he shows up with the doctor he treated his father, and they're going to dig up the bone. This is several years after he's Years dead. after he's okay. Yeah. So they're going to dig it up, and just basically it's just going to be bones and a skull, and they're yeah. going to take it back. And they had a box and a, a buggy. Yeah. And they open up the casket, and he's almost fully intact, like he had died just a few months before. And they had had several cold winters that they think had kept the body no in a good shape. So now he's thinking, I've only brought a small box and a two-wheel two buggy. How am I going to get him back? I'm, I can't put this whole body in there. And the doctor says, well, we're going to have to boil him. And the guy, oh, you know, he goes, yeah. And boil him? A, we're going to cut him up <laughs> and boil the skin off the bones, and then you can take the bones back. Oh and the son's God. going, no, no, I can't I, do I this. No, we're not going to boil Dad. Come and on. And the doctor says, <laughs> you can't drag it back. Like, <laughs> so basically, while the son stands away, we can't see what's going on. The doctor brings this cauldron, which is in a museum. You can see the cauldron. And he cuts up this general oh and throws and boils the skin off. Oh, my And you imagine God. how bad that must have smelled. They oh. take the bones out, and they put it in the box, and he head, heads Get home. Off they go. So he's heading home, and he hits a rut. And it pops the box off the cart, and his bones go everywhere, oh, right? He God. doesn't find all the bones. there. And, and first of all, he's got to scoop it up quick for people to see it because yeah. they'll think he's some grave robber or something. Yeah. So he puts it all in the box and goes home, doesn't get home with all the bones. Right, and they say the general still goes up and down that road, oh, looking for his night. bones. Oh my God! And it's on the History Channel. Going, this is uh, I'll, I'll bet it's true. That would be a story if you told that history class. All the kids would be paying attention. Yeah, history can be interesting. Yes, it can. And then you could tell about the general and what he did. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I agree. They should, you know, history. If, if, if they should make kids read. Uh, the Pilgrims. I mean, uh, the, the Mayflower uh, book. The Mayflower. Yeah, I mean, not just, just memorize dates. It's, I mean, you can't stop reading it. It was so so interesting, and it was filled with the actual letters written in the 1600s. For God's sakes, that they he quoted. And not not all the Indians were nice people. No, it was they had, and they also had about a thousand Indian tribes in New York right. State alone. By the way, too. And Miles Jesus. Standish. Which we only hear a little bit about. Did you ever, did you ever learn about Miles, Miles Standish? <laughs> no. He, he has no idea. Yeah, something to do with, you know. He, he was a hero in the 60s and 70s. You yeah. still learned about Miles Standish. He was like the soldier who protected the pilgrims. He was there. He was a short little guy, but that, that talks where at one point they were so sick of this Indian chief that was giving him trouble that they invited him over into one of the huts to have a dinner with him. And while he's having dinner, Miles Standish jumps up with a knife and just Stabs him to death right there at the table. And I'm going, He's a helper. Miles Standish? <laughs> He's a helper. <laughs> I 
S-T-A-N-D. Standish. Standish. That's amazing that they yeah. never learned about that. Yeah. Because by then, the pilgrims well, we just were the, the oppressors. Name. You've heard the name, but don't... Uh, is that just the name Sir Walter Raleigh? Uh, you, know, you know the name Sir Walter Raleigh, but, uh, you know, tobacco and the cape and the mud and stuff. But, yeah, yeah we don't... Nobody studies that kind of stuff. Anyway. Um, uh, oh, um, oh, this is a bizarre story. I don't know whether you... I, 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 we knew this was going to be happening. Um, my little friend uh, Gretchen found this. Uh it used to be when we, people started talking about gay rights, it was, first of all, it was gay rights. It was homosexual rights, gay and lesbian rights, gay rights, and so forth. Then it was LGB, lesbian, gay, bi, LGB, and then LGBT, lesbian, gay, bi, tranny, and then LGBTQ, lesbian, gay, bi, tranny, queer, and then a plus and some, a bunch of other things. Okay, guess what? What? The LGB community is now dropping the T because gay activists are turning on the trannies. Yeah. Do you see the parade? Well, uh, it was. Uh, here's what. The, here's how the article goes. Hold that thought. It was always unsustainable. The only not like holding it there. The only question was how long the LGBT political movement would bask in the glory of its inarguably successful obliteration of traditional societal norms and sexual mores before they took time to notice. But with the LGBT drop the T trending on Twitter, uh, it seems apparent that in certain quarters the revolutionaries are doing what revolutionaries always do: turn on each other. Yep. Example, the T, tranny, hitched a ride a few years back, one guy writes, invited itself for dinner and is trying to make out like it always lived there. It didn't. Pride marches, protests, and LGB rights happen without the T, you trannies. I remember I was there. I also remember the T wasn't. I mean, it's getting vicious now, too, where the gays are saying, you trannies are not freaking gay. Well, the problem, I think it was in England. not the same as uh, They had a pride march in England. And the trannies were mad at the lesbians and were yelling at them because the lesbians were saying, I don't think you belong here right. in this, this yeah. march. So, but the trannies were getting like vicious and violent and nasty. The police showed up and made the lesbians leave the pride march so the trannies could march. Oh, my God. Because they're afraid. They're woke. Well, yeah, they're, they're not as afraid of lesbians now as they are the trannies. How is it possible that you're afraid of, of misgendering somebody as opposed to doing the... I mean, I, I know, but again, remember, God forbid, you you should, you know, remember all these gay, not that there's anything wrong with that. Remember the whole Seinfeld thing. <laughs> yeah, everybody, Seinfeld. everybody said, not that there's anything wrong with that. I don't, I don't want to be, you know, gay, fine. I don't give a, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, everybody did it. I mean, but now, now, you, now they're afraid to even talk about trannies, I guess. I don't know. I just this whole just makes me I think sick. it's starting to turn, and I think that the, the and there's a lot of gays who don't find this kid friendly drag stuff. Oh no, a it's, good it's thing. Offensive, yeah, because for one thing, it, it makes it seem as though a, a gay man is thereby clearly a child molester. And so it's the gay men who want to have a, a, a you know, a little boy allowed to, you know, the boy men thing. I don't know. It's, it's just the whole thing is creepy. But here's, here's the point they're making, and, and you have to, I think you have to accept it as legitimate. The inevitable clash between gay and transgender. Transgenderism relies entirely upon the non-existence of a gender binary. 
the non-existence of a gender, right. assuming a sliding scale of gender identity that denies or even such a thing as truly male or truly female. Needless to say, there can be no gay man if there is no well, such thing as a man. Well, the whole thing, <laughs> I think that a lot of gays are starting to look at the fact that if you take a child that's like a girl but likes other girls and you say, okay, well, then you must be a boy and you chop, chop her right. breasts off and put a penis on her. Well, they're not gay then. They're right. trans. That, yeah. Basically, the trans movement, if taken to a conclusion of the majority, right. will eradicate gay people. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're taking these young people that would grow up to be gay and making them the opposite sex. Yeah. Uh, uh, again, the, the, but uh, I mean, uh, even, even to be talking, the whole thing is preposterous. I mean, well, I mean, could you have imagined this conversation three or four years, let alone 20 years ago? Imagine our parents talking about this at the dinner table. Well, I don't, I don't think nine-year-olds ought to be able to cut off their penis. Do you, Bobby? You know I mean? Oh, my God. <laughs> I remember an awkward conversation I had with my dad when I was like 14 or 15. And we're driving in the car, and something came on the radio about homosexuals or something like that. And Dad just out of the blue goes, and he was trying to, I don't know, couch it in the best possible terms. He said, he said, uh, I just don't know that how another man can take him. Blah, 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 blah. And I and I literally, I knew where he was going. And I said, you don't have to worry about me. Dad. I found, I found my uncle's uh, penthouse. And but, everything's but, fine. But even having the conversation, I, re- I remember very clearly one time, our little prep school group, boys and girls in time, we were probably... 16 at the time or whatever, maybe 50 or 16. And for some reason we met at, I guess it was one of the, uh, one of my friends whose father was a minister and I had a crush on his sister, uh, <laughs> my friend's sister and went out with her once. Anyway, uh, so we had a meeting and the, uh, it was, uh, it was, uh, our parents were all in favor of it to have all the kids get together to talk about premarital sex and the dangers of premarital sex. And this is back when nobody was really having premarital sex in our group, at least in our prep school group, or even in the high school, I think, really, back in the early 60s, 61, 2, whatever. Well, occasional train. Was yeah, a little something, you know. <laughs> uh, but again, nobody was really doing it. But the, and they, so the parents said, oh, it's good to go learn about this kind of So we, you know, dot, dot, Okay, so we show up. And I'll never forget, as soon as he said something like, uh, and we were all with our all the whole crowd sitting there, boys and girls together, sitting there and said, well, of course, uh, you know, once a month that uh, uh, the uh, girls have an opening at the bottom of their body. And I'm going, oh, Jesus, God. And, 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 we, all, and we all just started cringing, oh, yeah. and Whoa. it was over. Kill I mean, me and, and after, at that second, we're going, oh, oh we're all going like this, you know. <laughs> and so there was no, I mean, it was, but again, just even talking about the fact that there, and there were girls in the area. You couldn't, you couldn't even, I mean, God forbid you said the word menstruation or whatever. <laughs> I mean, God. Anyway, that didn't last long. But how times have changed. I mean, uh, it's, it must be something to it. Um, oh, I want to do a, a quick Leo thing here. Leo, De- I, again, I go on just for kicks to try to show that I'm, you know, a modern guy. I've actually used my credit card now. In fact, when I bought the golf balls for Flounder and Me yesterday, I used my Visa card in the golf ball machine. All right, real quick. Whatever you do, don't use your debit card. Oh, why do they steal that? You don't want to use your debit card. You always want to use a credit card. Yeah. Like you don't want to use your debit card because let's say someone does. Someone does. (laughs) Someone does. (laughs) If they they take your debit card, they they take your money. Yeah. Credit card is credit. Directly out. So they give it back. Yeah, but it takes two to three weeks 
credit cards, it's within. Yeah, yeah that's a good point. It's a good point. So you don't ever want right Did out. you film him actually doing this? <laughs> no, no, I got no, there before I, you he, did. I already he got did there it. about half an hour before so I did. So you don't so. know if this is true or not. <laughs> I'm always, oh, I'm always early. I'm, all, yeah. I never get there. No, not whether it's true that he actually used. Oh no, the card. I did. I, I believe me, I wouldn't say you it. You pretty much it have to because it's uh, everything self-serve. Yeah, it's otherwise it'd be it, it's a uh, it's singles and ten, I mean it's it's a nightmare. Um, I don't have any idea why I was talking about that. Uh, anyway, um, oh, 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 I was mentioning I go on, just to show I'm a modern person, I go on Twitter to see what's going on Twitter. Once a day, I, I, I go on my Twitter thing to see what's, what the headlines are. Mm-hmm. And uh, people were talking about Leo DiCaprio. Yeah. And so, and I said, well, well I wonder what he's done. Time's so, up. You know, I, yeah, so <laughs> time to be popular again or something. So, uh, so I looked you trade up. trade in the new, for the new model. I, I, it's incredible. I, I looked up Leo DiCaprio, see what they're talking about. And the, uh, the headline is, Leonardo DiCaprio has split from girlfriend Camilla Moroni, according to At People magazine. And here is the, re- and she's a beautiful young girl. She, uh, here, here's the reaction. There's no phenomenon on this planet more reliable than Leonardo DiCaprio breaking up with his girl by age 25. The <laughs> stats are breathtaking. Uh, she just turned 25 in June. Womp womp. <laughs> Off she goes. Um, maybe Leonardo DiCaprio hated 9-11 so much that he can't even date women who remember it. Did that ever occur to you? Uh, Bob wrote in, white smoke has emerged from the chimney atop North Hollywood High School, signaling that Leonardo DiCaprio has chosen a new girlfriend. <laughs> um, Aaron, three things are certain in life. Death, Taxes, Leonardo DiCaprio breaking up with his girlfriend before her prefrontal cortex has fully developed. (laughs) Charlotte, December 19th will mark the 25th anniversary of Titanic being released in U.S. theaters, which means it still has almost four months of eligibility left to go on a date with Leonardo DiCaprio. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> not Leonardo DiCaprio once again breaking up with his girlfriend once they turned 25 oh I can't believe it and they're, after their brain fully developed uh, <laughs> and then and there's one uh, one meme after another of, of video or of photo memes which are just hysterical but so he, he when they hit 25 it's over yeah. I mean what, wasn't, didn't Donald Trump with Marla Maples didn't he have like a five-year prenup that said after uh, one day af- after five years of marriage, up until five years of marriage, she gets a million a year or whatever. After five years of marriage, she gets it all or something. The day before their fifth wedding anniversary, he filed divorce papers or something like something that. Like that yeah. <laughs> something, as I recall. You think this is Leo just trying to keep hold of his youth? I can't be. That. I, I don't can. understand. I mean, how, what is he? Forty-seven or something now, or some I ridiculous thing like that? But it, it, I, I assume. I wonder whether they get tired. Maybe he just won't marry them, and they're saying, "Well, look, you know, we can't be going on like this." I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they make it so that if you don't marry me, you know, it's over, and so he breaks up with them. You know why he's doing it, though? For the women, because he can. Yeah, for the women. There'll, there'll be another one waiting right there. Well, in fact, uh, Flounder, let me ask you this. Actually, remind me to ask you this. I'm going to put an arrow on my piece of paper. Oh, okay. I actually reminded myself. Uh, two quick memes. One of them from, uh, I think Brandon sent me this one, and it's a picture of a beautiful blonde, a young, like, 20-year-old beautiful blonde girl. Looks familiar. 
Hey, she looks familiar. I think I know her. Uh, and and her meme is a beautiful blonde girl with kind of a kind of a sorrowful look on her face. And she says, "There's about to be a shortage of strippers now that they don't have to pay off their education loans." Because <laughs> as you know, every stripper, mostly were law students, weren't oh, they? they? All the ones it. I used to see were all law students. I'm fairly sure. <laughs> And that was Brandon sent me that. And Barry sent me that. This is pretty cute, too. It's a meme picture of a father and his college-aged daughter, a high school-aged daughter. And the the father is over the daughter's shoulder, and she's looking at the college catalog. uh, And the daughter is saying to Daddy, looking over the college catalog, she says, Dad, I've decided to major in philosophy. And Dad says, oh, that's good, honey, because they just opened that huge philosophy factory in town. (laughs) We, we did that about a year ago. <laughs> well, I did it on Rainy Day Theater two years ago. How about that? Yeah, thank you. Anyway, uh, oh, now, oh, 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 I, I was going to ask you, I ask uh, uh, Flounder this question here. You're a millennial. I saw on the no, news. No, I am not a millennial, damn it. Gen X. I'm Gen oh, X. Oh, that's right, I was too. born in 78. No, so millennials are younger than you or just older younger. than you? Yeah, a little younger. Okay. Right? No, well, millennials you are younger than me. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. what we just... Yeah. I thought right. you said I older. I think so. Yeah. Younger, older, what's the difference? Millennial uh, generation is I, 81. Anyway, I, 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 couldn't re- I, don't, I couldn't relate to this because it, it, it blew my mind. But there was a survey that showed a, uh, something, a whole th- an entire third of millennials mm-hmm. would break up with their boyfriend, girlfriend for eating in bed. That's not cool, eating in bed. I don't like eating. Them. And they just would not. I mean, it's be one thing able if you bring your girl breakfast in bed or something no, I, like I, that. No, I think they mean when they go to bed, they bring potato chips with them, oh, or yeah, no, they're no, having no, a no, sandwich no, no. while you're watching TV. Yeah, the bed or... is not a place where you eat. Yeah, yeah. 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 I don't. I don't. And I. Well, I mean. Well, it led to it led to a whole bunch of other answers <laughs> to the court. You know, if this was a survey, but I and I got that. You know, okay. I promise you, if if there is a. a Ever again, if there's a girl in my bed, she can do anything she wants. <laughs> She's been there with the Doritos, popcorn. <laughs> it's like the guy, I forgot who the, who the comedian was. Oh, it was the guy who said you have to back out of your driveway doing 65 miles an hour because he built a house on the interstate. Stephen Wright. Stephen Wright. And I think he was the one who, it may not be true, but I think he was the one who said, uh, oh, is that your food? Yeah. Oh, yes. good. Uh, well, I ask you what you got uh, and how it is. Uh, and he asked. He, he said he was uh, his uh, dental hygienist was a doll, just a beautiful young hot chick flirting with her. So he says, right before he used to go to the dental hygienist, he'd eat a whole bag of Oreos. <laughs> so I'd be there for. I'd be there for two days <laughs> cleaning his teeth. <laughs> that's pretty clever. That you know? pretty that's, clever. That's, that's pretty clever. Uh, anyway, <clears throat> all right now. What? While we're waiting for Flounder's food, I want to remind our folks about one of our many Kimber sponsors. And again, thekimmershow.net is how you can get a hold of us, listen to the radio segments and all that other stuff, send mm-hmm. us a check, get addresses. Uh, we even have a phone number if you want to leave us a message. We'll play sure, it. Uh, well, we don't really use it. We've never <laughs> used it, but you could be the first one. Anyway, among our sponsors are good friends at what I think is a very creative company, especially given you know what's going on with the, uh, with the sales and so forth. Swap my whip. Dot com. Whip is, you know, there's a colloquial phrase 
for ride. Uh, SwapMyWhip.com. You're driving along and you see a car. You know, oh, man, I've always wondered one of those so-and-sos. And then you're thinking to yourself, you know, it's I'm going to check out this SwapMyWhip.com because you never know. You may find a guy who's got a car that you've always wanted who wants a car just like yours. Or he knows a guy who does know a guy who wants a car like yours. And you do it bing, bang, and boom, and bang. No middleman, no sales teams, no car dealerships, nothing to worry about. All kinds of stuff. That if you see what you like, you make your deal. Boom, bam, pow. SwapMyWhip.com. And it's not just cars. It goes for boats, jet skis, uh, ATV, off-road things, stuff like that. SwapMyWhip.com. And we have a, a promo code KIMMER, K-I-M-M-E-R, which would give you 180 days of free premium listings on SwapMyWhip.com. What, uh, check it out. It's really pretty cool. And you may be exactly exactly what you're looking for and you don't have to worry about all the middlemen swapmywhip.com now uh, a couple things um uh, some sad uh, this is really a really kind of a sad story uh but i want to send our best wishes to uh, a canine police officer dog from lithonia police department named Perro, 12 year old belgian malinois who apparently got out of his owner's uh, backyard. There was a board missing from his fence, and the dog got out And uh, apparently in the afternoon, on Sunday afternoon, and was later discovered shot to death someplace else. And they don't know, nobody called about a, a gunshot or a dog shot or a wild, maybe they thought he was, a, I don't know, a police dog, but anyway... Um, what a sad story. 12 years old. So clearly near the end, I mean, he, I assume he's probably retired, uh, although it didn't say retired. But anyway, 12 years old, Belgian Malinois. Uh, what, a, what a shame. And uh, we just feel terrible about it. Hope they get the guy who did it and find out what the hell's going on here because that's a police officer. They shot a cop. The same with a police horse, by the way. If you punch a police horse, you punched a cop. Uh, they are badged uh, officers of the law. Also... Our condolences to Hercules, uh, a Percheron thoroughbred cross, big white horse. Hercules was a monster horse uh, for the uh, mounted patrol of the Atlanta Police Department, uh, and he had to be 19 hands. I mean, there's a picture of him in the Al Jazeera Constitution. He's enormous. Uh, and uh, he uh, passed away. He had sur- needed surgery, emergency surgery, and he was uh, about uh, 18 years old. And had been with the department for 16 years. Huge, huge, big white Percheron horse. Uh, they go to 100 events a year. Anyway, he passed away. Our condolences. Hey, what's for here. supper, Grandpa? What yeah, you I got can smell there? it. What you got there? Uh, what do I have? Chicken and uh, rice there? Yeah, that's right. Cherokee chicken and rice. Cher- oh. Cherokee? Uh, Cherokee. 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 Cherokee chicken and uh, rice. And where did we get this uh, today? Uh, the Cherokee and chicken rice store. All right, then, whatever. It's a long name, but it it works. (laughs) Now, is this just like you call the food people and say send me food? uh, No, so this is, I I did a quick Uber Eats. So it's like called Yummy Steakhouse or something like Uh, that on Sandy Springs. I got you. And and can I ask, is that like one full meal? Yeah, that's one full meal that was uh, $13. How many? $13. $13? Again, that's a lot for you got a tip, too. That's more so than that. So you're talking about so a $20 I, lunch? Here. Again, I did this because I got right back here, and you guys were here, and oh, I, I didn't have you. time to make my lunch. So yeah. I've. But you are trying to cut down on the Yeah, I, haven't, I don't do this as much, but every you now and then it is convenient. These things called grocery stores. Yeah. Now, have you, but if you, you have a refrigerator. Oh, I mean, I, I have plenty of food, but when I left you work, I went to work out, and then I came here, and I had about 15 minutes. Yeah. And I had to set this stuff up and... 
Yeah, now, have you noticed uh, prices for the food and prices for delivery going up, or the both are either or neither, or what? Both are. Know? I mean, both Does are. Does it cost up. more for them to issue? In other words, is there a guarantee? I assume they charge a, a delivery fee. Of yeah, some it was like kind. two bucks, two, three bucks. Okay. Now, has that gone up? Do you know, or would you? Yeah, even know? it's up to like normally it's two. Right now, it can be anywhere from three to four. Yeah. Depending well, on the hour, like now yeah. it's not too bad, but if I was to do this in the evening time, it'll go up. Now, how's the service? Is it later, longer? It takes longer. Do they have drivers? For lunchtime, it didn't take that long. Yeah. No. Okay. Well, it's, it's, I'm just just kind of. I checking. got a question for you. Yeah. All right. You got HBO, right? I do. How was the Game of Thrones show that started? Did you watch it? Actually, you know, I've got them all. I, I haven't watched one yet. I've got them all on D. Well, I, you need to watch it. Well, I, I well, Monday. Yeah, we, we don't need we to can talk it on I, Monday. You won't. You won't. You won't spoil it for me. I don't care. I like to I, watch it. I've never it seen for, it. I don't have HBO. Okay. Well, I will. I will definitely watch over the weekend yeah, you don't have time. to give away plot points but just say whether right. it's good or I, not i agree i totally agree and in fact i you know what it is i, I um my life again i'm not this is not my life i don't know whose life i'm living i used to have a great life i had a, i was living my life and all of a sudden it's gone somebody took it I, i'm living somebody else's life i'd like mine back now but anyway so I, I, for some reason I, i'll if i get some free time I'll sit down in my easy chair in my ottoman and the big TVs in front of me, and I and I and I just didn't feel like starting a new series. You know, yeah. I just I just said, I just I just don't feel it. You know what I mean? I just I just couldn't start the effort of getting into a whole new thing again. Um, I'm not sure why. It might have been just because we got done just got done with Better Call Stall or Breaking Bad and whatever. So, but I will. I definitely will that. Um, I just started the the season that. Uh, Resident Alien season three. Oh yeah, God, that's in fact, I've still got show. two of those. I've got two of those still. I, I haven't been. I don't know. I, I don't know what's up with me. I'm just. I, I don't have my. I, I don't have the same free time. Or and today's going to be a nightmare. I'm going to leave here and go home and do something. I got to get to the store. Got to get to the stable. Got to fight the traffic for the freaking concert. I mean, it's going to be a, a, a nightmare. I'll have dinner at nine o'clock tonight. <laughs> I mean, it's just, I, you know, I, I don't know what's going on. I, and it's, it shouldn't. Well, I, sometimes I you want to watch a game or sometimes you want to watch yeah. a show. I, I'm and I that watched some, the Braves the other night. I was watching I had some, it was some great baseball stuff. Anyway. Acuna's back tonight, which is good. Oh, I don't is. know why they don't just put him Bad on the 10-day DL. Yeah. Let him get Brush it up. right. Yeah. And Ozzy will be back soon. And, and have them back together for the stretch run, but you know, yeah. whatever. Well, whatever. Uh, let me ask you. Uh, this is a bizarre uh, question. Oh, I, I'm kind of going over on time here. I think um, I saw this uh, article about a uh, an indigenous protection agency effort in Brazil in the American uh, yeah, Brazilian Amazon rainforest. Apparently, it's the first recorded disappearance of a tribe in the history of Brazil. They're all gone. They found the last guy of this tribe lying in his hammock, dead. Uh, his name is a mystery. They called him the man of the hole because after dozens of holes he had dug over the years in his territory, they say he was looked to be about 60-ish, uh, there have been protection. There's an agency to protect indigenous tribes in Brazil in the, in the Amazon jungle where people have never been or never documented. Uh, to try to keep it from, uh, again, being taken over by loggers and so forth. Uh, it's the state of Rondonia bordering Bolivia. The result, probably natural causes, but they brought in experts. Uh, uncontacted tribes are groups that live without sustained contact with the outside world in any way. This is the first recorded disappearance of an uncontacted tribe. Others have most likely gone extinct with no one ever knowing it. Uh, they have evidence of at least 114 isolated tribes in Brazil, but only 28 can be actually confirmed. 
The last of his kind. The last of his people. And how dead. sad is that that you've outlived everybody? Now, do you think is there a heaven and hell for guys who have never Dude, had any kind of organized I religion? Priest, I asked a priest this, and and he gave me a thing saying, "Okay, if they're never, if what about they're never sh- shown Jesus? If, yeah. they're not, if they never aren't even aware, so they should have a chance, else that, right? That goes on that they have a chance purgatory afterlife to." To learn about, but or what make about a the Stone Age? I mean, the guys who lived in caves there's, and died when they were nine. You know what I mean? Well, that's supposedly that everybody that was lived before Jesus, when Jesus died, and during that three days, he supposedly go, went down to hell and brought Adam out and brought all those people out who wanted to come out. Yeah, but what about? I mean, well, that at that point knew about yeah, it. But how would they even know? People died in the Stone Age. You know? But you would know because in the afterlife, you know. Yeah. Anyway, another mystery. And I mean, I keep thinking about things like this the older I get, obviously, and about, uh, you know, whether there, in fact, is a miracle revelation when you die, it all becomes clear. Here's a scary thing I saw the other day that scientists now think that your brain could live for, we're talking minutes, maybe an hour or two after you're dead. Yeah. And you're, what are the, the horror of that, that you're still aware in your body, but you can't move. Oh God! Well, how about if you're putting the damn uh, iron lung? They, they, no, they where they burn you. Oh yeah, and Sorry. you're still, oh, and you're conscience. still yeah, that would conscience. hurt. That would be not good there. Sorry to break in here. Yeah. While I was eating, you know how you guys asked me about my food, and I yeah. showed them my food. Yeah. I accidentally left the camera on, so they've been watching me eat for the past oh, three no. minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Scoot, Scooter Sorry, says, folks. Scooter says, get out of the shot. <laughs> well, there goes the podcast. <laughs> okay, here what we go. What kind of porn are you guys showing over? Let's read it here. Uh, okay. Oh, look, the flounder show. Get out of the shot. Where's oh, ours? No. Uh, switch the camera. Oh, flounder food getting cold. <laughs> the flounder eating uh, podcast. Oh, sorry, boys and girls. <laughs> that's not good. There's an in- there's an island off India that's illegal for anyone to go to because it's one of those tribes that literally when the helicopters go over. They shoot with bows and arrows arrows. up at it. Yeah, I've heard. I know. I've heard that. There was some a plane or something crashed there, and they wouldn't let anybody go in to get the bodies. So the bodies were never recovered. Yeah. And this stupid white boy missionary came up on a on a boat, and they killed him on the beach, and they buried him on the beach. Yeah. Well, see, you know, leave these people alone. Sometimes, you know what I mean. (laughs) There's a Democrats. Uh, A couple of things in the uh, news here, and I mean, 1963. The Ronettes first hit the U.S. singles chart with Be My Baby, the girl group's only top ten hit. That's amazing to me. Uh, Their lead singer was Veronica Bennett, who would marry and later sue ex-husband Phil Spector, 35 years later known as Ronnie Spector, for cheating her out of her royalties. And she just died not long ago. We talked about her. Uh, 1968, Decca Records released the Rolling Stones' most political song, Street Fighting Man, written after Mick Jagger went to an anti-war rally in London. It was at the U.S. Embassy, where a crowd of 25,000 jostled with mounted police. The single record did not make the top 40 list because too many radio stations refused to play it as too subversive. It's a great song. It's one of my favorite Stone songs. But he went there, and people started paying attention to him and not the protest. And he wrote the whole song saying, well, what's a boy to do? Yeah. Because you can't go to a protest when you're that famous. Yeah. Yeah. 
Don't pay attention to me. And I've forgotten. I've totally forgotten the lyrics to it. But they, at the time in 1968, oh. it was. Uh, What's a boy to do in sleepy London town? You know, but you know, yeah. it's basically killed the king and all this. He didn't yeah. say queen. It was he very, said kill the king. Yeah. Uh, 2004, the British medical magazine Thorax <laughs> ran an article warning music fans about turning into the Kimmer with hearing issues. Yes, what? listening to really, really, really loud music in your car can cause your lung to collapse. What? The sound vibrations can actually cause your lung to... It happened to a 19-year-old kid whose 1,000-watt boombox had the bass uh, shaking his entire fiat. Maybe a limey. A limey. Uh, 1994, pervert and sex freak R. Kelly secretly married Aaliyah. It was illegal, of course, and her parents had it annulled as soon as they found out about it because he was 27 and she was 15. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, a couple of birthdays. Van Morrison is either 71 or 77. It had, 77. Be the way. <laughs> Probably 77. Uh, Richard Gere made it to 73. Uh, I wonder if that gerbil story is is true. (laughs) (laughs) Debbie Gibson, who's now Deborah Gibson. Debbie Gibson, 52 today. I used to like her. Only in my dreams. And what was the other one? She had another one, too. Uh, Chris Tucker. What you talking about, Willis? No, that's the other guy. Chris Tucker's 51. He was the one, don't, don't touch a black man's music or whatever. He's with, one with, with the, the Jackie Chan movies. Jackie Chan movies, yeah. yeah. Uh, Edwin Moses, the uh, Olympic track star, yeah. 68 today. And uh, Patty Patrick Harrington, 52, the uh, champion golfer. Uh, a couple of history notes. 1997, this was the day Princess Di and Dodi Fayed were murdered by Prince Charles in Paris, no, no. along with their drunk driver. I remember being on the beach and having a big fight. In fact, uh, oh, my God, I'd got, we were on the beach with my final wife and our, uh, my uh, 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 son, uh, the barman, and we're on her sister's condo on the beach at Fort Walton, way down South Beach, some from uh, Florida. And I went into town to get the paper, I think it was a Sunday morning, if I'm not mistaken, got the paper, and I and I got the paper, and it, and it said, Princess died, Dad, or whatever it was, and I went racing back to the house, and everybody talked, was, oh, Dad, the whole, talked about that for the whole day, until we got into a fight, where she, where she made some nasty comment about me, well, if you had stuck up for yourself at work, wouldn't you, da, 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 da. I said, well, now let me tell you what really happened, and this was at the table having breakfast with her entire family, and it was about 20 minutes later, we packed up and drove home. Cutting short our vacation because she wanted to do was fight all the time, and I'm not—I don't take fights. I end fights. I don't allow them. Sorry. Anyway, pick a fight with me. There's going to be a problem. What did that have to do with Princess Di? How did <coughs> well, you I'm, manage I'm, to put Princess Di? I remember dying. Princess Di dying because that was basically the beginning of the end of my marriage too. <laughs> He brought that full circle. Well, uh, how could you not remember? Cindy, he just set the record. <laughs> <laughs> he just, hey, <laughs> Cindy. <laughs> well, it's kind of hard to forget when your you know, marriage begins to crumble after. Anyway. Um, in uh, the year 1888, Mary Ann Nichols is found in the West End of yeah. London, murdered and mutilated. She was Jack the Ripper's first victim. He got 10 other prostitutes and was never caught. They, they believe never caught. He may have gone, he was royalty or he moved yeah. to America and, and was doing so, it here in New the, York. Yeah. But I tell you, if you ever go to London, take the tour. It's Jack the Ripper st- tour. And do really? it drunk. 
because they go to pubs, so drink heavily, yeah. and it's it's funnier than hell. Really, they laugh the entire time. Is it a bus tour or? A, it's a, a yeah. They put you on buses and take you around Whitechapel and everything. Yeah. It is the the bar he hung out in is still there. I forget. No the, kidding. The, I forget the name of it. It's wow. the White Stallion or something. It's still there. I'll be damned. That's cool. Uh, 1992, Naples, Idaho. Randy Weaver agrees to surrender 11 days after hundreds of federal agents surrounded his property and killed his wife and son. The standoff left a U.S. Marshal dead as well. Weaver was arrested but found innocent because it was all self-defense. They did get him for 18 months for having the original charge of owning some guns. But they had showed up and and just surrounded a place with hundreds of agents for almost two weeks. Uh, Jim Comey, Andy McCabe, Chrissy Poo Poo Ray, all those guys are tingly right now thinking about how they wish they had another chance to kill more Americans who believe in the Second Amendment. Uh, 1887, the uh, first kinetoscope was patented by Thomas Edison. He used it to document his torture of baby seals and used the sound for his bedtime music. That's pretty special. Uh, 1920. John Lloyd Wright is issued a patent number 1,351,886 for toy cabin construction. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Lincoln Logs. <laughs> now is something else all Did you ever have Lincoln Logs? <laughs> oh, yeah. in, we had Lincoln Logs. Flounder, did you have Lincoln yeah. Logs, too? Oh, hell yeah. I guess they're still probably we around. We built them and then burn it down because it was wood. You know, so you or, or, or set off cherry bombs Arson. inside them. Yep. Put a cherry bomb in a Lincoln Log cabin or something out in the backyard. That was fun as hell. And that was before we had slow motion camera phones where you yeah, could oh, film well, it. A, yeah, now it's a whole different story. Uh, of course, uh, we, I was back with Erector Sets. And uh, was there a Mr. Wizard chemistry set? I think I had one I of those. I didn't have an erector set. Uh, oh, I had erector sets. Oh, my God. And that could drive you nuts. A little teeny little nuts. Yeah, and, like oh, jeez. Uh, 1981. Uh, this was really bizarre. I remember, as a broadcaster, you get a kick out of this, and you probably know this. 1981. The TV contract that made history between Milton Berle and NBC finally expired. Milton Berle had signed a contract 30 years earlier, a 30-year contract in 1951 at the beginning of television. And no one had ever heard of such a thing. He signed a 30-year deal Mm -hmm. in 1951 when TV was just, yeah, and he he said, hey, I'm going to get in on this. And it worked. Uh, let's see, uh, 1950, here, you, one of my uh, favorite players, the old first baseman, Gil Hodges. I had, in fact, I had, I think I may have showed you this, but the, uh, uh, Gil Hodges' first baseman's mitt when I was playing first base uh, as a youngster, uh, uh, and I uh, gave it to uh, uh, Brady, my grandson, just to, to show what a mitt from the early 1970 was or whatever. Um, let's see, uh, Gil Hodges of the Brooklyn Dodgers hit four home runs in one game on this day in 1950, four home runs in one game off four different pitchers. <laughs> Talk yeah. about it. Yeah. Each like to... time Carl Farillo was on base. Oh, is that, I didn't know that. Is that right? <laughs> Carl Farillo. Oh my God. I used to be able to, you know, I used to be named uh, uh, Junior Gilliam and, uh, of course, Jackie Robinson yeah. and all those guys back then. Uh, uh, Duke Snyder. Uh, um, uh, Roy Campanella. I mean, it's just some great players. Uh, 1959, Sandy Koufax of the now L.A. Dodgers. Again, in 1950, it was Gil Hodges of the Brooklyn Dodgers. 1959, Sandy Koufax of the L.A. Dodgers sets a National League record striking out 18 batters in one game, which is pretty cool. Dizzy Dean's record. Dizzy Dean. Dizzy Dean. He slid into third. 
I got something that'll help you out. All right. All the time with Please your flat do. tires. Yeah, God. I saw this on Facebook and I looked it up and it seems to be real. It's called Air Moto. Have you seen this? Is that the thing where you squirt something in and it, it no, catches almost basically anything? It looks like it's very small. It's about the length of your fore, forearm, mainly, yeah. if not. Is it a patch? And no, it, it uh, basically it's a portable air pump. And if you have a little air leaking, it'll take about four to five minutes to do up a car tire. If it's completely flat, it'll take about 15 to 20 minutes. But it sure beats trying to find a place. Huh. And if you have a bicycle, it'll do it almost instantly. But it works. That's your, they sell it at Amazon and other things. It's like 69 bucks. So it's a, it's a little pump? Is that what you're Called saying? Airmo, Air, Airmoto, original portable air pump. You can get them cheaper. 120 <laughs> PSI air compressor. Does cars, trucks, and everything. And it seems legit. I'll be damned. So there you, you might want to well, look into that because you have that trouble all the time with that. And in fact, I recall you had that trouble not uh, too long ago. Well, that's why we're not here Friday because it's take the car in for its all-day oh, visit. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, it's going to be fun. Well, if you need a ride, let me know. Well, they're going to take me there. Or actually, I take it there, and then they'll take me home, then come and pick me up later. Ah, there, so, you anyway. there you go. There you go. Okay. Pirates wear patches. Why? Uh, uh, to identify their unit and right. their name and their... Uh, no, what, what? eye patches. Oh, eye pa- oh, pirates were eye patches because they're blind in one All eye. Right. How about you, Flounder? you have any idea what? Um, cataract? Cataract? That, that's a good one. It's not because they're missing an eye or they're blind. No. It's because it's dark on the lower parts of the ship. And it, during a fight or whatever, they'd have to run down into to get either help or fight or escape or get something, more ammunition or something, and they would keep that patch. They'd take the patch off, and they could see in the dark, and the other guy couldn't. Uh, yeah, what about the other eye, though, if you can't see it? Well, yeah, one, eye seeing, so... one eye seeing in the dark, yeah. one eye seeing okay. in the light. All right, all right. I'll, 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 I'll accept that as that? mostly bullshit. <laughs> 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 it, could, it could be true. It could be true. I mean, think about back in the pirate yeah. days, my God. Yeah, they were fighting. Yeah, yeah that's true. You know? You know why Marines have uh, are called leathernecks? Because they put leather straps around their necks on the ships so they didn't get sword fight and had the neck cut off. And they had leather straps on their necks, and that's why they called Marines leathernecks. Oh, and the reason, they have the, the reason they have the fleur-de-lis on top of their, of their covers, of their hats, is so in the riggings you can sh- see who the good guys are from above. So you're not why a fleur-de-lis? Well, I, it's a French thing. I know why. Well, I, they, but the, you Marine see Corps surrendering? Found, the Marine Corps was founded in a bar, a ton tavern in Philadelphia. The Marine Corps was founded in a bar, a tavern. We <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. uh, a tiger's fur is striped, but so is its skin. If you shave the right, tiger, that's true. I think yeah. ze- aren't zebras born all white or black something or something? Like that. I forgot. Each pattern on a tiger is different. If you want to test headphones, yeah. play Bohemian Rhapsody. Bohemian Rhapsody, because they hit every note in that song. Well, there's only seven notes. What song doesn't hit all notes? Huh? I mean, what? Is, it, is that a thing? Now, wait. This may be... Is this a thing? Are you telling me that most songs I only play a few of the... There's only... There's, there's seven. Do, Re, right, Mi, Fa, Sol, La, Ti. Do they play you're six, playing, seven, right? I mean, can you play notes in different keys? Maybe octaves or... Well, I don't think I understand that kind I don't of either. I'm sorry I brought it up. Yeah. Well, no, we, I think we need to get to the bottom. This is pretty interesting. Are you telling me that you can, that songs <laughs> only have a few of the seven? Uh, are there seven? Do, re, mi, fa, sol, la, ti, do. It's eight. Yeah, there's eight. 
Uh, but there's two do's. Do, re, mi, fa, sol, la, ti, do. So there's seven notes, and they say do twice. Mine goes to 11, but, but you got to uh, Well, Well, 11 is much higher. You know, if, if you go to 10, you know, it's only 10. But if you go to 11, it's, it's so much higher. <clears throat> A movie from? Spinal Tap. There you go. Uh, the crazies are still out there. By the way, the CDC has just uh, basically said that everybody that had the conspiracy theory and uh, didn't get the jab was correct. Yeah. But now they've also agreed to say that if you get all the other ones we've done so far, now you're eligible to get the boosters for the new two variants. Well, you got the the new monkey poxes. Didn't didn't they come out and just say that Pfizer and the other one were just approved for the updated booster? Over 18. But you got to get all the other ones before that. This goes... I I tune out entire. I, I don't trust them, believe them, admire them. Fauci's legacy, them. according to the Wall Street Journal, said Fauci's legacy will be that hardly anyone will believe a government scientist again. Right. The CDC is a joke, just like the FBI. Another, and they pretty much said, they came three, right out and said the yeah. vax people who didn't get the vax were right. I got one shot, and nothing else. And you got nothing. Nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> you get a sucker for it. Uh, so the nuts are still out there. Here's, here's two women in New York City. Imagine being the child of this lady. One of my kids is begging to return to in-person school, and I am nearing surrender. I am so tired of living like this. I guess I am willing to die so he can get an education. It's all about her, Jeez. not the kid. Yeah. I don't know. I don't have any other options. Nothing is ever going to change. I hate this country. God, good. Then make your decision and uh, do the right thing. It's it worse. This other woman. My kids go and they are old enough. I just isolate from them. Have my own bathroom and cooking area. They are old enough to make their own meals. I mask in the house and only go out in the main area an hour or two after they leave or during the summer before they are up. Well, you know, there's no test to be a parent. They shouldn't be parents. Yeah. They're not, that's not a parent. You know right how many there. people would love to have a child and can't have one? And these scum buckets right now are putting just, just kids no, out. Just regular happy people who just want to have a child in the house. Samantha yeah. likes to walk around Rehoboth Beach. You know where that is? Uh, New Jersey, right? Nope. No. I was about to say the same thing as a Hoboken. Delaware, Rehoboth. Oh, where well, yeah, uh, President uh, showers with daughter territory. Yeah, yeah. there's a woman Which there. Which he goes to every weekend for vacation. Yeah. Uh, well, he leaves on Friday morning and comes back Monday afternoon. So it's like uh, you know, four day weekend every week. Yeah. Um, this woman has got a pair of sandals that has Trump on the bottom. Yeah. And she walks up and down the beach, Trump, 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 Trump <laughs> all along in the sand. Oh, so the word is the imprinted. Word Trump in, oh, is so imprinted it's like an imbo- <laughs> I thought you meant you had the word written on, but it was just some. It's like an imprint in the in the. In the you can get them <laughs> online and just walk around everywhere with them on. Uh, in Utah, a Utah FBI employee has been charged with sexually abusing multiple children, with whom he had had a position of special trust. Yeah, I saw that. Once again, oh there's your shoot him in the eye. Yeah, your FBI. All right, it's time for oh. Bad text theater. Da, 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 da. All right, Karen. All right, we just did the. Yeah. All right. Are you Karen or are you? I'll be Karen. You can have the punchline. All right. You're an alcoholic. Nope. Alcoholics need a drink, and I already have one. <laughs> <laughs> 
Thank you. All right, boy. Oh, I've already put this away with the thing before I did the thing on my thing. Man, it's just, it's just I'm totally, I got to know what I'm doing. Right, we're not here Friday. No, no, we're not here Friday. Uh, but uh, luckily, we'll, uh, Founder and I will be hitting balls again tomorrow. We're going to have a little. Uh, we may, it may be Tuesday because I may have to watch the niece and nephew. Okay, right. well, so, just let me know. Yeah. But, uh, although, uh, if you want to do, uh, I don't know how early you're available, but. From the radio station. This is all something anyway. you could do. Oh, we could do off the air. <laughs> what okay. I was trying to say is that we will be back Monday for Monday. Memorial Day. But Maybe we early, but no, we'll Labor do Day. it. Labor Day, not Memorial Day. Oh, it's the uh, same. Thing. Thing. Same thing. Labor Memorial. It's the same thing. Labor so we won't be Memorial. here Friday. We, yeah. will, we will be, be here, here Monday. Monday. Yeah. And your homework assignment is to watch the new Game of Thrones. Uh, the new Game of Thrones of uh, uh, the starter to the Game of Thrones. The Dragon Lady or whatever it's called. All right, look out. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Keep talking. Uh, anyway, Urah Summer Pie, got to go. You're killing me. Uh, and we'll be, have a great weekend, Labor Day. And <laughs> I got to go. You're killing me. Look out. Summer Pie. team in baseball also has the most saves and people who save the most money are winners so start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only ten dollars each these bonds earn a fixed seven percent apy and there's no fees penalties or minimum balance required and they can be redeemed whenever you like you can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds go to worthybonds.com backslash save that's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacey's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com.